honest, passionate, and doesn't pull any punches. It's Paladino Joey on the Purple Mafia Show, here on thesportstuff.com. Welcome to the family, here on Purple Mafia. I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Purple Mafia is available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. I thank each and every one of you always for downloading and listening to this show. It is a great pleasure to be back once again to be talking January football. And I will be joined in the second segment, which will be hella larger than this one. And the final segment probably won't be as big either. Yeah, it'll be three segments like it always has been. Uh, the first segment will focus uh, very briefly on Minnesota Vikings transactions, so to speak, this past week. There's been basically no news whatsoever to talk about the Vikings at this point in time that I really wish to get into, other than rosters and such. No real off-the-field news right now to talk about on this show. That'll be the first segment. Second segment, very big. We know what it is. Let's just call it January football. We're going to review the wild card weekend, the wild, wild card weekend that it was, and of course, uh, preview the divisional round, me and Dylan Richardson back together again, together again, <laughs> gracing the airwaves with you, the listeners, love you all so much, and yep, it'll be wonderful to have Dylan Richardson back, which is a January tradition, back much earlier than last year, last year was the shortest one, where he only talked about the Super Bowl, and of course, segment three, we all know what that is, the fan interaction, so there it is. Rock and roll. Let's just jump right into what there really is to say about the Vikings. Obviously not all so much. And I didn't really talk about the the fact that the Vikings cut Ben Tate on December the 23rd. Uh, it just kind of happened. They just got rid of him and they didn't uh, they didn't really use him hardly at all. Unfortunately, that, that uh, little experiment, it just kind of came and went per se. He signed with the Pittsburgh Steelers and got to play one game and Fumbled the ball and all that. We'll be and Dylan will talk about that later on. <laughs> ben Tate. Oh, man. Mm-mm. I thought he was going to be better than that. I th- thought he'd be at least a nice band-aid for the Vikings for now and maybe later if Adrian's gone. At least for like a bridge or so to Jarek McKinnon or somebody else. That just didn't happen. But yeah, he was released on December 23rd. Kind of not the nicest thing in the world, but I guess it's uh, not as bad as cutting Marcus Robinson on uh, Christmas Eve, but it's close enough. Hmm. Yeah, he was cut, as was uh, Jamarcus Webb, who never really saw any action at all. Didn't, uh, December the 16th was cut. That's a while ago. Um, ultimately, though, the Vikings signed a, uh, well, a myriad amount of players to the practice squad and such. Mostly the practice squad, you could say. He's on the Vikings right now, or they're all on the Vikings now. Linebacker Justin Anderson. Wide receiver Kane Coulter, who was... Well, competing for a job in the back in August and in July and such, training camp and the preseason, so that's a familiar name, and well, that means he'll be back next summer and all that, and into the mini camps and the April and all that good stuff. Pat Devlin, Tat, uh, Tat, Pat Devlin, a quarterback, was also signed. Now, all these signings were on December the 30th, if I didn't say already, and I think I may have. Isami... Fashian, <laughs> defensive tackle, wide receiver Dante Foster, center Zach Karin, guard Jordan McCray, McCray, welcome aboard Jordan McCray, <laughs> tight end Ryan Auden, 
And running back, Dominique Williams, which is a familiar name in the preseason, actually did a pretty good job, and I'm sure the Vikings taking a flyer on him to see him, what he can do once again, trying out for the team throughout these next six months or so. So not bad, not bad to get on the payroll for the next six months at minimum, and who knows, who knows what'll happen with that. Overall, not really other too much to say other than, well, Christian Ponder, this will kind of be an ode to him, I suppose. Uh, 12th overall pick in 2011, and that's about it. Uh, thanks again, Christian. Thanks for the memories. Yeah. <laughs> no, his most memorable game overall, I would say, was when the Minnesota Vikings beat the San Francisco 49ers in the 2012 season. Very positive moment for myself as well. The Well, the most listened to podcast in the history of Pro Mafia. It wasn't the NFC Championship game in 2009 because, well, obviously I was still kind of new at the time. I was only in my second year doing the show. Third year overall covering the Vikings. The first, of course, YouTube as Paladino Live. That was kind of fun. I kind of missed doing that, but those took a long time to make. Only a four-minute video. It took forever to make those. <laughs> but maybe I put too much this and that in those when I didn't need to. Um, yeah, Christian Ponder, most memorable moments, though. Obviously, that 49ers game really got the Vikings uh, back on the map again, which is where they needed to be. And basically, I guess everybody that had listened to the show <laughs> leading up to 2012 all came to listen at once. And maybe they brought a friend or two as well. I mean, that was an awesome, awesome moment for myself. And Christian Ponder was at the pinnacle of his brief career at the time. I mean, he actually looked like a good quarterback and he looked good against one of the best defenses in football. And the Vikings beat a team that a lot of us looked on as the best team in football at the time. And uh, I know to Jim Harbaugh, we'll be talking about him in the uh, third segment a little bit, of course, because he's one of the coaches out on Black Monday, as they like to call it, in the NFL. Yep, Black Monday, coaches getting fired the Monday after we know Leslie Frazier. Remember how that that took place years ago? It took place with Mike Tice years ago after the 05 season. That was, of course, January 06. Hmm. Not sure I completely agreed with that, and especially the guy we brought in to replace him. Huh. It was like there was really no research done. It was just like, oh, he's the most uh, attractive uh, uh, offensive coordinator, at least in their opinion. Let's bring him in. Let's pay him a jillion dollars. And great, it's a kick-ass offense. We're still waiting to figure out why why they called that a kick-ass offense because it really wasn't. It was a suck-ass offense, if you want my opinion. Pardon my French. You might want to... You, you guys might want to like hit the pause button before I say that, right? No, <laughs> no I, I apologize. Uh, Christian Ponder, though, overall, as I bounce all over the place, the other very good game for his career, I would say the second highlight of his career, was against the Green Bay Packers, the season finale uh, of 2012. So both of his best games were in 2012, no surprise there. They beat the Green Bay Packers, and Ponder was actually throwing a pretty nice deep ball in that game against a not-so-good Packers secondary, a beatable Packers secondary. And then the one time you'll ever hear this, the one time you will ever hear this is, I can't believe it. Christian Ponder is unavailable to go into Lambeau Field for that playoff game. And that may have cost, that may have helped cost us the game. Because Joe Webb couldn't have been colder. I mean, he was cold as ice. He was throwing ground balls to Packer defenders. Just ground balls. I mean, it was like he was just, you know, like I called it at the time. You know, baseball practice when they're shagging ground balls and throwing, you know, second baseman, third baseman, throwing over to first. Yeah, that's what uh, Joe Webb was. He was like a little league baseball coach, I guess, throwing ground balls. And, um, yeah, we really actually missed Christian Ponder for one day. What? Oh, my God! <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it either. That's just weird to think that. We actually missed Christian Ponder. That's the first time you'll ever hear that. 
And it will be the last time because nobody in this town is going to miss Christian Ponder when you have a wonderful, positive future with a guy by the name of Teddy Bridgewater, a guy that will be the feature presentation of this podcast for many, many, hopefully many, many, many years to come, but many more episodes to come, hopefully many years to come, maybe even, well, over a decade. Who knows? I mean, (laughs) knock on wood. I mean, pray to God this is it. We found the guy. It looks like it. We've heard that before in other towns and in this town, but hopefully this one is the guy. One major thing that I will say before we wrap up this very brief segment about Christian Potter, because I figured I better get into this, because I wanted to say this on the show, but I know, I've know i noticed something about Teddy Bridgewater that's very different about a lot of the younger generation out there, and even the generation that I was in, Generation X. Dante Culpepper was Generation X. He was born in 1977. He's even older than me. That's kind of weird. But as good as Dante Culpepper looked and as professional as he sounded when he started, what was Dante Culpepper all about off the field? He was a partier, man. He was. What did he do every time he threw a touchdown? Get your roll on. You know, and it's up to you if you think that's cool and all that stuff. Okay, yeah, it's a party, quote-unquote, that he threw a touchdown pass and we're, you know, we're, we're rolling. We're, we're doing well. That's great. But there's more to that. <laughs> with, with him, anyway, and with a lot of other guys... He's doing that because he's dancing at the club, you know. That's what he's up. That's what he's about. I think a lot more than what Teddy Bridgewater is about. At least early, early indications. Who it all depends on who he hangs out with, who his uh, peers are, who his influences are in the next few months here. Let's hope to God we don't see the, the similar type of changes that you do see out of other young guys, where they they have that they have that studier, they have that professional, that competitor to them, but then all of a sudden, where's the party? And downhill they go. They might still be really good. They might even be really good. (laughs) They might even be super good, but they're never quite that Kobe Bryant type. They're never quite the Tom Brady type that are like when they asked Tom Brady, what did they ask him? What did they ask Tom Brady? What do you like to do besides football? He's like, huh? I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Uh, not much. Uh, well, I mean, I get together with, I mean, I like to be with my family and such and maybe relax, relax at home. Yeah, did you hear anything else, though? No, not much. If Teddy Bridgewater's one of those, <laughs> we, we got ourselves something real special. And as of right now, he looks like one of those. Literally looks like one of those. I will leave that, <laughs> I will leave that private, my reasoning. He has, he has that look, and I, I think that's great. Again, I'm not judging anybody in a negative or overly positive way, but I'm really impressed with this young guy. I like his approach. I like his attitude. I like the way he's approaching things and real happy with the way Teddy Bridgewater is uh, trending for the Minnesota Vikings. Just the way he talks. I mean, he's got that look. (laughs) He's got that look to him, man. That old school, classy look to him that I really, really appreciate. Man, it's just so cool. I mean... Again, I'm just going to leave it as is. I mean, this is 2015 now, believe it or not. I hope all of you had a happy New Year, by the way, regardless if you love New Year's or not. I mean, eh, it's good. I mean, it's fun. And I like January. I like the cold, crisp weather, and I love the playoff football. Um, New Year's is what it is. It's fun to uh, celebrate the fact that it's a new year. Uh, At the end, it's like another day, but hope for the best. Hopefully it's a better day. That's, that's the hope and that we all strive for in our lives, regardless where we work, what we do, and uh, all that good stuff. <laughs> you just hope and pray for the best. 
and you go from there. Thanks again for that. Uh, thanks again for enjoying the show in 2014. I'm certainly not wrapping up the show. we got a lot, lot more to talk about. January football. Got a segue into that. Yeah, fairly short segment, but I ran it a little longer because I got into Teddy Bridgewater. And who doesn't love Teddy Bridgewater right now? But let's start showing some love to Dylan Richardson because Joey and Dylan are back together again. Ah, winter and snow are back again. Nothing tastes better this time of year than Vanilla Bean Buffalo Sweat by Tall Grass Beer from Manhattan, Kansas. This Vanilla Bean edition of Buffalo Sweat literally warms your innards in this outstanding stout with that warming vanilla kick. Don't forget to try 8-Bit Pale Ale, the official beer of this podcast. When you see Pac-Man licking his chops, you found an amazing can and an even better beer. Check out the many other wonderful beers Tallgrass offers on their website at www.tallgrassbeer.com. Use their beer locator to see what's available in your area. You can follow Tallgrass on Twitter at TallgrassMN and like them on Facebook. Simply search for Tallgrass Minnesota. Tallgrass Beer, bringing people together over a beer since 2007. Too busy to sit in front of a computer? Simply download Purple Mafia on iTunes for Apple devices. For Android, download the Double Twist app. And for Windows and BlackBerry phones, simply find us in the store. And now, back to Paladino Joey. And we are back here on Purple Mafia. And like I promised... I am joined once again by Dylan Richardson. It's January football. Welcome back, my friend. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Joey. Thank you, Purple Mafia fans. Thanks for having me back on once again. About once or twice a year, I like to climb up up from uh, underneath my rock and take a look at what's going on. Uh, good old Chicago Bears, your, your, your second favorite team from the division. Yep, 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 uh, yep. <laughs> Firing our coach, firing the GM. Hey, might as well fire everyone. Let's just get a new team. We'll just call them, uh, I don't know, uh, New Michigan. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the New Michigan. New Michigan Bears. Whatever you, you know, whatever, you know. So, well, the, mm-hmm, the Chicago yeah. Cubs, you know. I'm, oh, <laughs> that's, that's a low blow. That's a low blow. I'm but, sorry. hey, that's what five wins gets you, right? Five wins? I don't know. I'd I stop paying attention to them. Mm-hmm. We're Bad. we're familiar with that at, at least as of last year. Oh my goodness! And this year for your guys is oh my goodness the whole Adrian Peter thing, Adrian Peterson thing. Oh my goodness, what <laughs> oh, the Madden curse, right? It's the Madden curse. Definitely. Is it the Madden curse? I mean, this time it wasn't an injury, you know. But anyways, I digress. So we're here to talk about last week's football games. Yep, the month of January has uh, has arrived. It's time for the ice bowl to come back, possibly, but but that'll be next week. We'll we'll see what happens there. Mm. But first, we have a really wild wild card weekend. Uh, well, at least one of the games was wild. <laughs> the rest of them, <laughs> yeah, just not quite as good as last year's wild card round. I would I would yeah. gather. There's one good game. I you know there's there was a good there was a good game in there that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. The feature presentation. So at least yeah. for, yep. So at least for the wild card round, we'll do them in the order they occurred. So Saturday, Sunday, all that good stuff. Next week we'll kind of set that up as we do. 
Um, well, let's talk about probably the lamest game of them all, per se. Well, no, I don't know. I guess both of the early ones were pretty lame. Arizona heading to Carolina. Talk about a team that was snake bit. Oh, Madden hey. curse. Well, here's the thing. You know, if Carolina can win uh, a couple more games, they might actually be 500. Or no, they'll be 500 if they win next week. They'll yeah. have a winning record if they make it to the Super Bowl. Woo! Isn't that funny? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Is, you know, I, didn't, something like this happened with uh, uh, Seattle one year, wasn't it? Weren't they a seven-win team? But what I thought was nope. crazy is that the Saints were still in it with six wins. What, what, what world are we living in? It's a very strange world, and it's oh. uh, it's crazy. Yeah, because I remember that that was back in um, let's see, back uh, yeah, that was just a couple of years ago. Seattle made it. That was Pete Carroll's like first year, I believe, and they took out the, the New Orleans Saints. So it's kind of ironic how that division, you know, <laughs> yeah, that division, the whole division situations kind of got flip flopped a bit. We could say, no kidding. So Carolina, Arizona. Carolina, Arizona. You know, uh, I would have man. put money down. If I put money down, I would have said Arizona all the way. But uh, this is just. Oh, I got a I got a random video going on. Can you hear it? I think so. Oh, my goodness. What the hell? Uh-oh. Roll over. No, Ira- no, nothing. No, <laughs> no, I can't hear anything. I had I had uh, I had. One of the ex-Bears uh, defensive coaches, uh, Ron Rivera, talking in my ear, sorry, as I was pulling up some of this stuff. Oh, but, that's okay. No I, no, I didn't actually hear anything. So that's I didn't good... know if it was coming through on our audio or not. I was like, oh, why do you have a pre-roll? I'm just trying <laughs> to look at the stupid box score to remind myself what was right. going on. But, yep. yeah, it's been a, it's been a rough, uh, you know, I can't believe that Carolina, I can't believe that a team with that many losses made it in and, and then advanced again. Yeah. And this happens again. Uh, yep. The Cardinals, like if I was a betting man, I would have put money down on the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, you could have had a, you know, double digit spread. I probably would have, I probably would have put money down. I mean, I'm not a betting guy, but you know, I, but, I probably would have, because uh, that seemed like the shoe in of the week. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like ultimately it should have been, but then when you have a situation where you have Carson Palmer out and then the next guy, Stanton, out, and then a guy named Ryan Lyndon Lindley, who I guess I guess he's in the NFL. I mean, that's about <laughs> it. You know, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you have a quarterback that it took a record amount of pass attempts to throw his first touchdown pass, an NFL record, to get there. He's basically Stoney Case wearing an Arizona you know, Cardinals jersey, basically. That's a big problem, and it's unfortunate. Their defense just kind of stopped playing too, which is which was literally the backbone of that team. And Carson yeah. Palmer was a good quarterback, certainly not the the guy that he'd been in the past per se, because of uh, well, at least pre the uh, pre the injury way back in his day with Cincinnati, he'd kind of been up and down since his first ACL. But this was actually probably one of his best years since then, and then another ACL. Just figures. One heck of a of a head shaker for me is as soon as he signed that damn contract, the next week is when his knee blew out. Yeah, um, exactly. Really. Yep, exactly. That's the thing. He got his his contract his contract extension, and then there's the ACL. Unbelievable. Boom. Done for the year. 
Might be career. That could be career. It could be. I mean, it's uh, the second time. Well, I can't, what was, I, I can't mm-hmm. lie. That could be it. That could be donezo, gonzo, done. Mm-hmm. And what was scary about it, too, is they actually had him mic'd up. And so you heard him, like, you know, screaming in pain when it happened. That's kind of sad. Yeah, that's... Youch. Huh. Yeah, it would, it would suck. I mean, and it was just kind of a freak play, too. He was just, you know, stepping back to pass, and then there it goes. You know, the, the three-step drop, as they say, and five-step drop, pardon me, and then injury. Yeah, five steps. Two of those steps was his knee blowing out, though. Yeah, that's why I was like three steps, <gasps> right? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, Arizona just depleted their confidence completely down the toilet. Really like Bruce Arians, and I I got to think if Arizona didn't have these quarterback injuries, who knows where they could have been? I mean, they might have had home field advantage, and we wouldn't be talking about Seattle's got the basically the the red carpet rolled to the Super Bowl, being a what a deadly home team they've been. So that's pretty much the, the thing there. Arizona just depleted in confidence, and obviously the quarterback, that's, that's I mean, he's not going to get it done. And Carolina's uh, kind of a team on a mission per se, but then again, nah, no, they're not. They didn't even play good either. That's the sad part. It's just how poorly Arizona played that Carolina somehow survived this thing. I mean, they, they, they almost blew it. So it's just hilarious that third quarter, though, Carolina kind of took control, and... Arizona's defense finally did something right and got a safety in the fourth quarter, and that's about it. Just that's why they have an odd number of sixteen. It's a great game, great, great game. <laughs> <laughs> great way to start off. The, Can you the say season. it with a straight face? Did you say that with a straight face? <laughs> yeah. You sure as hell didn't have a mirror in front of you when you said it because you didn't start cracking up. <laughs> oh. oh my goodness, Joey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was really, this was unwatchable. This was Vikings versus, uh, I can't even remember which game right now. The Packer game almost, no, no, because nobody played good like the Packers did. This was uh, this was like a preseason game, I guess you could say, for the Carolina Panthers. They, I don't know if they got bored or they just were not good or showing showing why they're 7-8-1 and, and and per se, but <laughs> certainly, certainly not the kind of game that anybody's going to brag about. I hope they play better this coming weekend because they're going to have to. Yeah, they will have to. They will have to play much, much better. And if they do, well, okay. Maybe yeah. they're one of those sneaky teams that could do something crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got Cam Newton resurrecting himself from the, the car accident. That's the good part. I'm happy yeah, about that. That is true. Yeah, that is that is very good. That's That's mm-hmm. a cool story there. It's awesome. I mean, I'm very happy for him, and he's the kind of guy I can cheer for. Unlike me too. Yeah, unlike he, a, he reminds me of Randall Cunningham in the old days. You know, yeah. the the whirly dervish type Randall Cunningham, jump ball throwing from the sidelines, kicking seventy mm-hmm. yard uh, punts and stuff like that. I I he's a very athletic guy. I like I like watching that guy. Mm-hmm. And the soft touch on the passes. Oh yeah, yeah. He's a good player. Very uh, obviously a very good player. Not sure if he's like a number one overall pick type of player, but he's close enough, I guess, and he's a nice leader for that team. Well, Joey, he is their number one pick. Yep, without a doubt. (laughs) Without a doubt, he is the one. Not much else I really want to say about that one. I mean, I'm glad for the Panthers they advanced. I feel awful for the Arizona. Just, it is what it is. They got, 
They really got bit by the injury bug last year. They missed the playoffs by a field goal, basically. That was disappointing. Yeah, and they had like 10 wins or 11 wins, wasn't it? I think it was 10 wins. Yeah, it, it was 10. Yep. Just a, it's a great division, without a doubt. The the NFC West. Mm. At least it could have been, but <laughs> some bad things took place, obviously. We'll see what happens with old, old San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> So now a team that uh, I pick them every year, and I'm right every year. <laughs> I was bragging. I was bragging. And I, it's not even because I love them. It's because I know. It's because I you know. were a closet you know, fan of this team, weren't you? In a way, I'm, I'm a closet <laughs> fan of their ability to get it done in, in January. I mean, they are, if you look up January football. Team. Huh? Yeah. They're a clutch team. Yeah. Ever you, since they moved away from Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ever since they moved away from Cleveland, because before that, no. Yeah. Uh, let's fumble it on the one yard line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, you got a guy like uh, Marty Schottenheimer saying, third time's a charm." It's like what? It's taking you three times to win a playoff game. Oh wait, they lost that one too. Yeah. <laughs> the New York Jets way back in the, the late eighties. Yeah. Marty Marty Chokenheimer, but uh, John Harbaugh, John Harbaugh, not Jim, unfortunately for him. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, hail to the Michigan Wolverines there. No. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the Baltimore Ravens, as probably you guys guessed by now, because I hadn't actually officially said the name. You look up January football, you look up NFC or AFC playoffs, you look up playoff football. And you you will see a picture of the Baltimore Ravens or Joe Flacco or John Harbaugh because they win in January. Yeah, they uh, they you know they're they're good for at least a first round victory at least. I mean, this is a yeah. quality team. You know, for some way somehow I don't know how they do it. Every year they they got something that's competitive out on that field, and boy, they get in the playoffs. You just don't know what's going to happen in the playoffs with this team. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt, and for them to actually win in Pittsburgh, which is really impressive, because they haven't had the greatest success against that team in the past. Nah, so. that's their arch nemesis, and it's kind of a, yep. it's kind of surprising. It was a, it was just a. I mean, <laughs> the Steelers have a mud hole that's stomped in their ass right now. I it's going to take a whole off season for this to heal. Mm-hmm. Thirty yeah. to seventeen, jeez. Yeah, and especially with the way Ben Ben Roethlisberger was playing this year. I mean, he had multiple six touchdown pass games this season. I mean, he'd been playing out of his mind, and then he uh, <laughs> completely. Uh, it was a complete one eighty for Mister Roethlisberger in this one. Just did not look good. It came to a point that he's uh, basically asking. <laughs> he's, he's apologizing to the fans, even though his his efficiency wasn't that bad. It's just the interceptions that came up came back to haunt him, and of course, a concussion didn't help either. So, he's certainly put up the statistics without a doubt this season. I've never been a huge fan of his, but at least he's stayed away from trouble the past few years. I'll, yeah, I'll give him that. Yeah. Staying away from his old college and hanging out in <laughs> dorm rooms. Yeah, I, I, you know, and maybe he's riding motorcycles with a helmet now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he better. He or better. Not at all, one of those two. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Ben's had his ups and downs, and, uh, so he's got a few years left in this league. He's got a couple left. It depends on how them robo knees are holding up. Mm-hmm. He's definitely a big boy. It's a you know a lot to be holding up for those knees. But uh, 
you know, he had a he had a pretty good season. Uh, lost to his arch nemesis, though, uh, unfortunately yep. for him. And it's Gonzo. See you next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've always thought they're very similar teams with defense and then clutch quarterbacks. So <laughs> I've, I've kind of always seen seen them as kind of like almost like twin teams in a way. So like like obviously you're gonna have a massive rivalry between the two. But Flacco, extremely efficient, 114 quarterback rating, no turnovers, 259 yards on the day. Not as high of a completion percentage or anything, but hey, I mean, extremely clutch. Joe Flacco's got a ring, and we see why. And he does, Super Bowl MVP. And also, you know, he does a smart thing, uh, you know, possession-type quarterback. But this is actually a possession-type quarterback that can win you the game. He's no Kyle Orton. You know, Mm -mm. he's Mm -hmm. better. He's way better than a Kyle Orton. He's yeah. way better than an Alex Smith. You know, yeah. he he is more than just a possession quarterback. Uh, although he can turn into one of those real quick, but <laughs> also he has very capable hands to bring this team back from behind, which is something that he might have to do next week. Hmm. Yeah, that's uh, going to be. Uh, yeah, I've, I've got a pretty interesting take going into that one, but I'll, I'll leave that alone. It's going to be interesting. Yes, it will. Yeah, uh, it, it might not be what you think it is, but <laughs> it'll be an interesting one. Yeah, I mean, obviously the running game, not much, not not really much to to, to brag about in Baltimore for, uh, well, you know, we we won't touch on that story because it's just it's been overblown per se. I mean, not not saying it was a good thing, but over you know over covered, we'll say. Baltimore. Uh, yeah. Cal. Exactly. Hmm. The land of Cal. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Steve Smith, Steve Smith Sr., that's right. He's yep, he's still got it. He's still got it over 100 yards in the, on the road in Pittsburgh. Can't beat it. Yeah. Can't beat it. Really impressed with what Baltimore was able to accomplish in this one. And we'll see what happens. Uh It just was Baltimore's day. Pittsburgh not really they just didn't show up for this one. Ben Tate fumbling the ball at figures after leaving after uh, being let go by the Vikings because uh, probably not happy with his role here either. Like he wasn't happy in Cleveland. He fumbled at a key time. Not that any fumble is a good thing in the postseason, but <laughs> it was a very killer fumble for him. So that, that just kind of figures. He shows up for one playoff game, and well, it is what it is. Boom. See you next year. Yep. See you next year, Pittsburgh. It's been uh, it's been good. I'm not a huge fan of that team, but well, there it is. So, are we ready to jump into Sunday? Let's do it. Because uh, the previous segment is going to be some fun stuff. I can't wait to get into that. But Cincinnati, Indianapolis. <sighs> yeah. Right. Well, you know, it's kind uh. of it was kind of a ball game to begin with, kind of sort of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was. Uh, you know, matching up, but uh, Marvin Lewis can't win a playoff game, man. I don't know. What, what yep. is that? Yep. Right? What is it? I mean, he's, he hasn't won one in the last six playoff games that he's appeared in. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I'm not saying fire him because clearly there is nothing better. There's there's no one better for, for this team because if you look at the history, there's yeah. some rough history there. Some serious rough history. So, mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. They just they were just bested. They were just bested, and Andrew Luck 
is continuing to show that hey, it was worth it. It was yeah. worth getting rid of Peyton Manning. I can actually win playoff games. Look at me. I am better. Yeah. And I'll be here longer. Mm. Oh, much longer. Yeah, I mean when you have an opportunity to to get the you know, to get the top like a potential future star in this league with the number one pick, especially a guy that was you know, they had a slogan for the longest time, suck for luck. You want the number one pick to get him. You have to have it to get him, per no, se. So, I mean, a lot of times that doesn't work out like that, though. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. how many people lusted over Todd Marinovich and Ryan mm-hmm. Leaf and, you know, all Tim these Couch, guys? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And Rick Meyer and, you know, Ugh. all these guys, all these guys that were like, oh, this, these are going to be great, fantastic. Uh, who, who's the Raider guy? I can't even remember his name anymore. Uh, oh, uh, Jamarcus Russell. Yeah, yep. I was about Jamarcus, to say Russell. Yeah. Jamarcus can't get a job in the AFL. Russell. Yeah. Purple drink. Jamarcus tipped the skills. Russell. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, I mean, he weighed <laughs> more than some offensive linemen. Jesus Christ. And yeah. Yep. <laughs> anyways, yeah, I, you know, we always, I always digress to starting to talk about that guy and how. Anyways, but this guy, he is, he's it. He is it. He's the bee's knees. I think that he, I think he's better than Peyton Manning. And in the clutch, he's shown, you know, a few come from behind wins. Mm-hmm. And I think that this this uh, Indianapolis Colts team is really going somewhere this season. That I I think it was last year. I think I picked them to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. In our yep. in our little pregame yep. thing, and mm-hmm. boy, I was. Uh, yeah, yeah, we definitely got to do a season. <laughs> yeah, we definitely got to do a season preview again next uh, August. Because I think it happened. Oh. Uh, the last one I had the team from the NFC going, and you mm-hmm. had uh, you had the AFC team going the last time. I think it was something year, like that. Last was year, it I, had, I think I had San Francisco last year. Yeah, and then they just they lost by. Some guy with a big mouth knocking the ball away, and uh. <laughs> he who shall not be named. And then, <laughs> and the year before, I had Baltimore winning. Oh, that's what it was. Like, that's what you it bastard. Was. <laughs> Don't you bastard. So, anyways, yeah, I finally the, picked one. Yeah, this this was kind of a, a snooze fest coming into the the second half, and Andrew Luck and company kind of kept their foot in the gas and kicked their ass. They did, yeah. I mean, and Andy Dalton has not won a playoff game yet. Four tries, continuing to struggle. Pretty much a non-factor the whole game. Inaccurate. Not much really to say. Uh, they pressured him, which which helped. So obviously, you pressure the quarterback. Nobody can throw a football from their back, so that that doesn't help either. But at the same time, Indianapolis, obviously, I mean, they are, as you said, the the, the bee's knees per se. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 40 touchdowns by Andrew Luck. And, yeah, when you have the chance to take the potential star quarterback and your guy's getting older and, heck, he was a complete unknown, Peyton Manning, at the time with with neck surgery. You don't want to have the word surgery and neck in the same sentence. No kidding. You just don't know with that. You just don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're talking about normal people, not these superhuman peoples, you know, someone comes back from an ACL in real life, like you or I, we might have a limp. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, these guys are coming back and playing a high-level sports. I mean, getting I mean, smushed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ugh. Peyton Manning is is facing 
a guy that's you know six foot six and two hundred ninety pounds, like every yeah. snap of the ball, mm-hmm. could be his last. Yeah, not only not only uh, uh, you know career wise, but breathing wise, it could mm-hmm. be done. You never know what's going to happen out there. Sadly, you really never really you never really do know. One thing I can't believe: Reggie Wayne's thirty seven already. <laughs> I just can't oh my believe goodness, it. Right. That's weird. It seemed like yesterday he was like this young guy on a fantasy team when I used to play. But <laughs> Jeez, I don't even want to talk about my age. I I, yep. I don't know what happened. I, I look yep. and I'm like, what? What? How did this happen? I don't know what. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, this game is another one of those. There isn't all that much to say. That Cincinnati just kind of a typical. And I finally was smart and did not pick them to win. So and I was four and zero this weekend. Not trying to brag. I just kind of had a good vibe and I got hey, it done this time. <laughs> pat on the back for old Joey, right on. Yep, because I finally didn't pick Cincinnati. And, <laughs> yep, and and, oh. and after Andrew Luck, you know, showing what he could do on you know against the Kansas City Chiefs last season, that huge comeback. You figure, well, I mean, not sure if he's ready for the Super Bowl yet, but he does know how to win games in Cincinnati. Is not not a threat to them, particularly on the road. Can't count them out. You never know with this guy. He's another one of those could be a, you know, a Brett Favre come from behind uh, type guy, or you know, a Brett Favre. Oh my God, five interceptions. Yep, or just a really key interception at the end of a NFC Championship game, two years apart from each other. Ah, uh, yeah, <clears throat> No, I'm just kidding. Okay, Joey's I'm scratching this scab too. Good yeah. job, Joe. Yeah. And talk about Rex Grossman. Anyways, let's go. Next, <laughs> let's talk about the next game before I get yeah. too angry, right? Yeah. Talk and, about and, quarterbacks that can punt balls. Yeah. And plus, a game like that, all, all we're going to do is get sidetracked anyway. It oh, I know, like, right? We're going to be talking about Icky Woods. You know, he's going to get himself some cold cuts. Woo! Woo! Cold cuts right here today. <laughs> some cold cuts, ladies. And Andrew Luck <laughs> looks great. Yep. And. Andrew Luck Andrew does Luck look great. Is very good. Yes. Next, yep. Dallas, Detroit. Yes, this is the game of the week. I think this was one that I thoroughly enjoyed, and uh-huh. Dallas coming from behind. Dallas is Dallas has showed up to play this month, this last couple of months, man. I'm impressed. They're actually making a push. Uh, They're interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I mean, after so many years, I mean, there was a year. Uh, a few years ago, where they had 11 Pro Bowlers and missed the playoffs the next year. Had all yeah. them same 11 Pro Bowlers. Uh, I think they kept almost everyone. They didn't lose anyone key, really. And stopped the field up. Oh, my goodness. They were terrible. And something about Tony Romo not being able to win in December. Well, he finally got that monkey off his back. And, you know, I, I do like to root for Detroit because Detroit – Let's be honest, hasn't had a very oh, good yeah. team since 1998, 97, 98. I mean, mm-hmm. that was back really? in the Barry Sanders, Pete, Rodney Pete days. Um, so they haven't really been very competitive or, or great until the last, I'd say, like three, four years. They've been kind of building. and Yeah, in, in and out. Like last year was a huge down year. It but... was. It was very, right? Because the year yeah. before – they're in it to win it, and Megatron's yep. here. He's just catching passes left and right. Unbelievable athlete that guy is. Oh, yeah. And then 
the Vonic, you know, Don, the, the Sue guy. He's not <laughs> stepping on people's faces and stuff those years. Like, anyway. Until week 17. No, I'm yeah, kidding. Right, right? <laughs> hey, yeah. when, I, I, when, one time I don't need to be suspended is for the playoffs. So I'll yeah. take, I'm going to Andre Gerard this guy's face. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, hey, oh, you know, you're down on the ground here. Calf injury. No. <laughs> take, take a look at my cleat here. ACL, yeah. ha, ha, got him. No. Dumb, 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 dumb. But anyway. Yeah, and he's he's lucky as hell. He didn't, he didn't, you know, that they they didn't uphold that suspension. They they took it away. So. Yeah, well, it didn't do him all that great, anyways, right? They still love. No. Him. Yeah, they still, and it looked like the entire game they were going to win because they were pressuring the living, you know what, out of Tony Romo. It looked like it was going to be the same thing again, where which okay. we saw many times <laughs> with Tony Romo getting pressured. So, when, so yeah, it, it just uh, didn't last. Hmm? Well, okay, skipping. I know I'm kind of skipping ahead or whatever, but at the very close to the end of the game, where that rookie Lawrence, where he recovered that fumble, oh yeah. my goodness! And mm-hmm. then he lost it. He Leon leaded that that damn ball. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god! If the Cowboys lose this game because of that, I'm going to tell all my Cowboy fan friends, just get a new team. It's done. God hates your team and close the hole on the roof because no one wants to see that shit. Don't do it, Dylan. Don't do it. No, you know, I was imitating there, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Our long lost friend. Yep. Shout out to Jim Towers if you're listening. That it is. We want Jim Towers. Don't do it, Dylan. No. <laughs> no, I mean, nice recovery for Tony Roma. I mean, talk about a guy who was on his back. And a defensive line like that could play as well as they did. It really looked like the Detroit Lions were playing like the team that they were earlier in the season before their little crap out in Green Bay at the end of the year, which didn't surprise me, unfortunately. Mm. They sacked Tony Romo six times in this game, and it looked like more than that. I mean, they were all over him. It looked like, it really looked like Detroit was going to win this game in a rout. Like, things were not going Dallas's way at all, and it just was one of those games where things the the tide just slowly starts to turn and then when it completely turns boom you know it's a completely different game when you leave a team hanging around hanging around yep sometimes especially when they're at home because it it helps you know i mean when you're at home and you the crowd starts to wake up it's like oh no oh no (laughs) when you're the they were loud there at the end too yep i felt like turning down my tv yeah so loud it was deafening, and Stafford was good for for a while, and then he just wasn't that good after a while either. Three turnovers in the game. Oh, Matthew Stafford. Mm. Mm. He kind of reminds me of Carson Palmer. I've, I've been saying that probably most of the year. I bet some people are sick of me saying that, but he does kind of that up-and-down approach. He, I mean, sometimes he's great. Sometimes he's just... Turnovers and fifty percent completion percentage. Uh, this game is completion percentage was high, but of course it's going to be high when everything's going your way. It's like a Carson Palmer just never able to get it done. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. never able to do it. Yep, because Palmer didn't win any playoff games either. Oh, that's right. I remember who he played for. Ah, <laughs> uh, that team. Which one? The Raiders. Cincinnati. <laughs> Cincinnati. Uh, oh yeah, the Natty. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah. playoff games. Oh. Yeah, and then surprisingly, the Raiders. Woo, that was that was uh, yeah, that was that must have been fun for him. That's mm-hmm. why he uh, got the hell out of there. Yeah, that was just 
it's just a wash. Oakland Raiders are the, you know, they're the black hole of football. They just suck that bad. Mm-hmm. They're, they're a black hole. Oakland, where careers go to die. Mm, yeah. Yep. Even coaching careers. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, okay, you're this red-hot coordinator for whoever. You go to the Oakland Raiders, you're fired in a year. And it's like, well, that's great. Uh, oh, hey, hey, you won all of your divisional games, but you didn't win any other ones. But you won all the divisional games, uh, you're fired. That's yeah. about right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're welcome, Tom Cable. And we won't hire anyone that had a, a, a better record than you since. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Brilliant. that didn't work out, did it? Brilliant, yeah. That did not work out. Brilliant! Who's, who, who's next, Raiders? <laughs> Art Shell? And, and actually, yeah, I saw I it today. Yeah, yeah, who are they going to get Art Shell again? I saw today, <laughs> some way, somehow, I don't know who. Uh, Mike Shanahan must have been drugged, but he actually met with the Raiders today. He actually met with the Raiders today, and this is a guy that was severely done wrong by the Oakland Raiders, and he actually had a meeting, and you'll never guess who was in the room with him. Boom! Now here's a guy, when uh, when he's catching the ball, he makes some touchdowns. Now here's a guy, here's a guy when he catches the ball in the end zone, they score six points. Mm-hmm. That's right. John Madden. <laughs> that guy, yep. Old. John Madden was in the room. Oh, man. Old old draw on the TV, right? Oh yeah. Old draw on the TV himself, and never uh, never stop doing it until hell freezes over. <laughs> Boom! There goes a helmet rolling down the field. It's always a good sign when there's not a head still in it. Really, John? <laughs> what the hell? Really? <laughs> uh, oh. Okay. Oh, man. I, I really, I mean, for many of years of playing that stupid game. I really wanted to mute him and Pat Summerall and whoever the hell else was on there with them because they would just repeat the same crap. Uh, touchdown, Dallas. No, sorry. Boom, here's a guy. <laughs> here's a guy. When he doesn't stub his toe, his toe doesn't ache. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. All when right. it's cold outside, even it's cold outside, it's going to affect you. Here's a guy that wears that. gloves when it's cold outside to warm his hands, and then he makes more touchdowns. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so anyways, yep. anyways, Detroit, eh, see you next year, I guess, right? Dallas Cowboys it's, move on. I do feel bad for them. I mean, they they the last team they beat in the postseason was Dallas way back in 91, a year before. And that was, this was the second round, a year before well, Dallas started winning Super Bowls. You can tell I'm thrilled about that. But, yeah, yeah Detroit went to the NFC Championship game that year, if you can – Believe it. And then, you know, it was like 41 to 10 or something, unfortunately, because the, the doggone Redskins were good, which sucks. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, they were very good that year. Unfortunately, they won the Super Bowl just a couple of miles from this place. Yes, this uh, Paladino Live studio, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, they, they beat the, well, yeah, that's old news, but Buffalo Bills. And that's the last time Detroit won a playoff game. And, it looked like they were going to beat Dallas again all these these decades later. And, no, it just wasn't meant to be. And, of course, you got the infamous picking up the, since we should, yeah, we should talk about it briefly, the uh, the uh, picking up the yellow flag when it looked, it, it looked like pass interference to me. Like, maybe not the most egregious thing ever, but he just kind of was running into the, was running into Pettigrew as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I don't know. 
here's the thing what what you always you always uh hear this about football it's it's you're gonna have adversity it's mm-hmm. about how you overcome that adversity and mm-hmm. win games and it it happens almost every game there's gonna be that crucial point to where you think that maybe you got screwed by a ref mm-hmm but you got to find a way to to overcome it. Champions find yeah. a way to win. Yeah, I mean the Cowboys, even though they got a million calls back in the day, you know they still had some calls not go their way, and they'd still come back and win anyway. Yeah, <laughs> that was weird too. Like Detroit was making some, and they were legit. They were legit. It's like oh, first down, automatic first down. You keep on keeping letting them stay in it like that. Yeah. And, yeah. and especially in the red zone, you start making mistakes and give them automatic first downs. That's a lot of chances at the end zone. Yeah. I it, mean, percentages just say that it's you know it's not going to go your way. Yeah, you can't just keep giving up with the, you know you can't just keep letting the chains move and eventually it's going to kill you. Just like. Giving a you know having a million free throws against you in a basketball game, you're probably stacking the odds against yourself. Free points. Yep, literally. And moving the chains gets you closer to your goal and gets you a million more chances to, to score. So higher percentages. Yep. Yeah, uh, Detroit. They just shat the bag. I guess. <laughs> pretty. That's pretty much what they did. I mean, they they had this sucker. They had this game won. They had it won many times, and they just. Did not hold on, and that's it. That's how you lose in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That's how you lose in the playoffs. That's how the Vikings lost in 2009, dare I say. And, of course, giving them the ball back didn't help either at all. No. It was a nice favor we gave them. Wasn't it Wasn't it nice of us? Mm. I was <laughs> rooting for you guys that year. Oh. I picked him to go to the Super Bowl. I think I even came on your show and said, "This You're gonna is win, the year." Yeah. And it was the year, man. But anyways, that yep. got to nip that at the bud. Joey's fired. Nope. Gonna nip that at the bud. We can't talk about. <laughs> can't can't go back. Can't go yeah. back. Yep. The refs, <laughs> the refs, everything, whatever it is, it is what it is. Dallas Cowboys head to Green Bay. We'll save that for later. But uh, any final thoughts you may have for the, for the wild card weekend? Uh, one very good game. One game. Yeah, one very <laughs> one, good game. One very good game. The one yeah. we just talked about. But, yep. hey, yep. divisional rounds coming up. That's where we're going to get some very heavy competition. I can't wait for the divisional round. Yeah, this is much more fun. I mean, th- this wild card weekend was definitely underwhelming. That's why... We maybe didn't sound all that excited, so we apologize to it's those. It's a bit of there. an appetizer, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a tiny little shrimp appetizer. Pretend you're at Benihana's or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, with the shrimp appetizer, sometimes you got to get you know they leave a little poop on them. You got to scoop out, you know. I mean, a little shrimp cocktail. <laughs> got to scoop the the little tiny bit of poop on there, and that's just what we had. We had a tiny bit of poop. One good game. Yep, and once that once the poop came off, the shrimp was freaking awesome. And that's oh, that was Dallas. That was the Dallas Detroit game. Great game to double end. D. Yep, double D's. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the divisional playoffs. You can tell I'm the excitement is much higher, and this is where, to be quite honest, this second round. I'm telling you, this is where you see champions emerge right here. And honest to God, and I know that's. Like, okay, Joey, that's great. Champions emerge. Of course they have to to win the 
they have to win the game to advance and all that. But this is where you get the vibe, like something's happening here. And this yeah. is where, yeah, th- this is where you see really good teams go from, well, this unstoppable force to packing bags. <laughs> 15 and 1 Packers, 15 and 1 Steelers, teams like that. 13 and 3 Giants after winning the Super Bowl. They were packing their bags. And this crazy underdog, 13 and 3 Denver Broncos just recently, this crazy underdog comes in and knocks him out. Yes. Not necessarily like I'm picking that, but uh, well, I'm I'm leading into a take though. Ah. We'll, we'll save that for later. Uh, there we start with, let's start with, well, yeah, let's start with the AFC. Indianapolis and Denver, the Peyton Manning Bowl. I, I'm, thinking we're, I'm pretty much thinking we're going to have opposing views on this game. We might, we might. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's in Denver. Yeah. And, and it all depends on the weather. Okay, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you want? Do you do you wish to start, or should I? Hmm. Um, you can go ahead. Joey, let's look at the forecast. I, I promise uh, that I'll try. I'll I'll be quiet. I almost should give it to you first, because <laughs> <laughs> I, I can I can tell you're chomping at the bit. I I'm, I'm going to give it to you first, actually. Mm. You want it? I don't want to steal thunder you, or. No, you or... go. You go ahead first. <laughs> or I will clean up. <laughs> look at me. Look at me. Peyton Manning is not going to win this game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look, look at that. I jumped at it way too early. No, I, I, I think Denver. I thought is not you were going win. this way. I thought I was going to be the a hole coming in playing bad cop to your good cop. Yeah, that's that's why I wanted to give it to you. Oh, I to give it to you first. Would, oh, would you well, like to take continue over? Continue on. I, I like these words. Continue <laughs> on, please. <laughs> I think that yeah. I mean, Andrew Luck is playing much better. And I do think, uh, well, obviously much better. He's, well, he's, he's growing up as a, as a football player. I think he's growing up as a football player. Uh, Denver, historically, they just have choke written all over him, and so does Peyton Manning. <laughs> and they, they got to the Super Bowl last year. Last year was their year to possibly do it. And then they got punched in the mouth, and the, and the pig skin, not the pig, but the pig skin was greasy, and it got a little too high at the beginning, and that was it. <laughs> One play and Denver can Denver can just fold, and I think something like that's going to happen with Indianapolis and Denver. I really like Andrew Luck's chances in this one. Veteran receivers, I think they're going to pressure Peyton Manning to a point that uh, he's going to struggle. The weather will play a factor, though. I mean, if it's cold and windy, Denver's going to get killed. If it's warm, I mean, Peyton Manning's going to have somewhat of a good game here, but I do think the youth is going to overcome the veteran in this one. And it seems to happen more often than not. Are you ready to jump in? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because then we can go back and forth some more. All right. So I, I peruse some of the Facebook groups, and occasionally I'll run across jerseys. And, boy, I've run across a few Peyton Manning jerseys. I've seen a few out in the wild in my area. And, no, I'm nowhere near Denver, okay? I've offered... <laughs> or made the offer to possibly buy said jerseys for a low price just so I can burn on them, burn them <laughs> after I pissed on them. Okay. <laughs> so Peyton choking Manning. Yeah. Okay. If you do, if he does survive this round, it's not, he's not going to the Super Bowl again. Okay. That was nope. a fluke. That was pure, uh, <clears throat> luck. Uh, 
<laughs> it's just it's not going to happen. Peyton and and there's speculation of retirement after this season. I'm sorry, Peyton. You had your one win. That's it. You're he's he's a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback. Okay, he's a good regular season quarterback. Yep. Is he the guy that I would want? Uh, you know, in the clutch, in a in a, in a uh, mm-hmm. any kind of game that means anything. No, he's Peyton choking Manning. Okay, his mm-hmm. big brother, his big or his little brother. Excuse me. He's got more yes. rings than he does. Yes. And and with all of the the you know the things that have been said about his brother looking like a dope because he kind of looks like he's you know. Anyways, little dopey. Kinda, mm, yeah, but you know what? He's got more rings. Yeah, he's, he's clutch. Got more rings. Yeah, that's the thing. He's clutch. He wins. So he was exa- He was so right. Like they asked him who who the best football player was in the family, and he said Eli. Peyton said Eli, and mm. that was when Eli was playing at Old Miss. Mm. <laughs> so goes to show, even even Big Brother knows. Even Big Brother knows that he, uh, you know, he, he lacks. It's one of those intangible things that you can't see from a statistic other than wins and losses, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I think he has one win, one more win than he does losses on uh, uh, in January playoff games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like something like. I don't know. I can't remember exactly what it was. I yeah, was no. being told by. Uh, so Peyton choking Manning. I don't see him making it past this round. Obviously, he's not the only one that's on the team, but he is. He is the main guy, and I think he's going to be going down. Indianapolis. Uh, Andrew Luck yeah. is going to be the man. I think they're going to tear it up. I think this might be a surprise game right here, and another kind of. It's going to be one-sided. Maybe, I think it might be. I think it, it might it could be. be. It could be. And and uh, I think Andrew Luck, you know, the competitiveness is going to come out here. And this guy lives and breathes football a lot like Peyton Manning has for all these years now since 98. Number one overall pick, just like, well, he was a number one overall pick, just like Andrew Luck to the same team. Andrew Luck's got something to to prove here. And he's going to come out with that attitude. He wants to prove a point here that, hey, you know, I, I'm the Colts quarterback, and I'm going to be the better quarterback in the postseason, and I'm going to have a better career than Peyton Manning. With with all due respect, with all due respect, I don't think he's yeah. going to, I don't think he's the piss on someone's memory type of thing or piss on someone's uh, career and all that type of thing. But at the same time, I think he wants to. Be better. He wants to be that guy. And Peyton Manning, you know, obviously, he seems like the kind of guy, like he's been there and done that type of thing. Like he's not as hungry as as an Andrew Luck is going to be in this one. Well, here's the thing with, with these two. Um, Peyton, this, this could be the, the end of... And this could be kind of like the the rising, the patch passing of the torch, so to speak. Exactly. Um, yep. Yep. And luck. He just has he has that intangible. Now I don't think I don't think he's going to maybe break say records statistically uh, that Peyton Manning has set. Obviously, he's got some. You know, he's up there. He's you know way up there, but. 
I think that when it comes down to wins and losses and looking at like someone that you think is like one of the best clutch quarterbacks, like if you think about that now, I'm sure a lot of people think Joe Montana. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm yeah. not saying he's going to be Joe Montana. I'm just going to say he's going to be rating higher than Peyton Manning ever will. Mm-hmm. And I, I know this is a rip fest on pa- Peyton Manning. We love I, you, Peyton. I, I, I love doing, by the way, <laughs> because I'm not bitter. No. No. Oh, no, that game. Uh, uh, no, I'm not bitter from 2006 <laughs> or nothing, but. Uh, you know. I do the anyway. same thing with Drew Brees. Trust me. Oh, I, I, I do the same thing. I hate the guy. So <laughs> I'll say it openly. I am bitter. <laughs> I'm bitter. I'm beyond bitter. And I want to, whenever I see the Saints lose, I'm just like, yes! I mean, I cheer for <laughs> Dallas. I cheer for Dallas against the Saints. That tells you how much I love the Saints. <laughs> I cheer for Atlanta. And, you know, that team, the other one, it's just because it was further back. So I guess I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I cheer for just about anybody against the Saints. I even consider cheering for a certain team, but that that team, <laughs> the team that's uh, well, it's just a little bit east of here, and they're still playing, and they're going to be playing this weekend. Mm. And we'll save that for the temporary. Yeah, ice but- ice bowl nineteen. That'll that'll be saved for last, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So uh, don't fast forward, ass. <laughs> that would be bad. Yeah, but, you're going to miss out some good talking here. Oh, yeah. Um, Sunday, the weather forecast is for, is 41 degrees as of right now. Probably, well, it's not the coldest thing in the world, but eh, I don't think that necessarily bodes well for Denver. I mean, if he wants it, if they really want to go out there and kick some butt, they're probably going to be hoping for 50 degrees. And I know it's silly to think the weather matters for Peyton Manning, but it kind of does. <laughs> it it kind of does. It didn't help him in the Super Bowl when it was unbelievably warm in New York City. Everybody thought it was going to be a like a ice Super Bowl, I and mean, it wasn't. It's a big game. He choked. Choking Manning loses. Yeah, I mean, he got his one. It, it seems like that's what he is. He gets his one year for this, his one year for that, and then he's not going to follow up with the same thing. I mean, he's not going to go back to the Super Bowl after last year. There, there's just no way, and I don't think he's going to survive this game. It is, as you said, the passing of the torch. That's going to be the theme of Indianapolis versus the Denver Broncos. Uh, I'm Wes Welker, to me, I've never really been a big fan. He's not good in big games either, per se. So he's had his moments and all that, but he's not. He's really not that finisher type of wide receiver if the Denver Broncos hope to, well, go on a run yet again. Yep, you're like what? <laughs> I was surprised. Was I? Was I? Was I harsh? No, no. Oh, when you're ripping on Peyton Manning, as they are, you, know, you got to rip on the bro. Holds barred. Go for it. Yeah, Gloves I mean, no. <laughs> it's like wait a minute. Yeah, it's like uh, we had that awkward silence there. I don't so care. Maybe, go for it. <laughs> so maybe we can we can. So really, ultimately, yeah, Colts will beat the Denver Broncos. That's our uh, initial pick. Do you have a? Kind of a final score, like a rough idea. Oh, geez, ninety-nine thousand and nothing. Wow. <laughs> That's a wishful right. thinking. That's a wishful thinking. I think it'll be probably like a twenty-seven ten. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with thirty-one. Ooh, thirty-one to twenty. Ooh. Yeah, Denver's gonna score a little bit, but not enough. Thirty-one to twenty. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so it's gonna be one of those. So yeah, it's always good to come up with a score, then it's 
close. Who knows? It's always way off. No matter what we say, it seems <laughs> like if it, maybe it you will start be rooting nice for your do. score, and then someone gets the safety, and you're like, "Shit, damn it, like, there it is." Now they got to score two touchdowns and not not make the extra points. Goddamn, mm-hmm. miss, 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 miss. He missed one. Okay, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, they got to do four field goals now. They got to get Doug Bryan out there. Damn it, damn. You got to get Doug Bryan, Mister Mister, miss two two extra points in one game, and then and then get sent packing the next morning. <laughs> okay, so now, well, eh, yeah, let's get to the other game, the other uh, because of the 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 big takes are coming later. Uh, Carolina visits the Seattle Seahawks. Carolina visits the Seattle Seahawks. Do the Carolina Panthers have what it takes to pull off a, an awesome upset that I would love very much? Me too, but no. Damn. <laughs> no. If they play anything like they did last week, they're going to get creamed. Because yeah. yeah. they suck against Arizona. They they only won because Arizona played like, like literally, they played like horse shit. You know, there's a reason why the Seattle Seahawks had a first round bye. <laughs> there is a reason why they're playing yep. the worst team. And that's yep. because they had the best regular season. This is a... This is yeah. a top-notch team right here. This mm. is a possible Super Bowl repeater. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Very, could be. I mean, could yeah. be. Um, so. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And nobody wins in Seattle. That's kind of like the easy the easy kind of like a safety net take. Nobody wins there ever. It's difficult. You right know, now. it's difficult to win on the road, especially in the playoffs, anywhere. It, yeah, it, it is. I mean, so it it, it will happen, but mm-hmm. one of these, yeah. It, Who knows? I just it, not this time. I mean, this team, yeah. this team should be like thanking their lucky stars that they're even in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. To be honest, that it almost was like they should have allowed another team, <laughs> other than this team, in the playoffs. I know they're division winners. I know you got to send the division winner to, but yeah, like geez, Philadelphia. Not bad. Yeah, they'll probably argument argument in Carolina is like this. Well, that just means competition really good, you. Know? No, that's mm-hmm. because <laughs> y'all got your ass whooped out of the division. Yeah, got to win some out of division games too, guys. Okay, mm-hmm. so I kind of think that this. I would love to see it a close game, but I just think. it's overwhelming landslide i'm i'm headed that way too I'm, I, I was i was hoping for something more but then it's like i come back to reality it's gonna be something yeah i mean i mean best case best case scenario becomes a shootout between yeah. wilson and cam newton that'd be awesome <laughs> I, I i stood i don't see the seattle defense you know laxing to that point there's just i don't see that yeah that's the thing that's the thing i mean it, Carolina, they have some players, obviously, but they're yeah, they're they're. I don't think they're up for the task in this one. As much as I hate this, the Seattle Seahawks. Not everybody, mind you. I mean, I love, I love Wilson, but yeah, the rest of the team, I'm not a huge fan. <laughs> and it's funny how in a in a in a cutesy kind of way, Carolina's kind of like what Seattle was when they were seven and nine, like a, a nice defense, a young quarterback. And all that, but they got beat. They got beat right away when they got to that second round too. So and Carolina could very well be on their way to be that team. In fact, I thought that they would be on the up and up the last couple of years. But the dang Saints! Yep, I swear the Saints are the best team with the worst record right now. Mm-hmm. 
That's funny. And I'll remember how well they played against the Vikings earlier in the season in Teddy Bridgewater's first ever NFL game. Didn't start in the game, but <laughs> because obviously, but uh, you know that was yeah that was when uh, you know who broke his ankle. Uh, Matt, Matt Castle. Yep, broke his foot. Pardon me, ankle foot. Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. He was gone, right? Yeah. Yep. Done. Mm-hmm. Carolina's got those aging running backs, though. Jonathan Stewart had a great game last week, but I don't think he's going to repeat it. Huh. And who are the Vikings going after next? Matt Schaub, a guy that can't complete another season, right? No, Jeez. no. <laughs> oh, Matt Schaub, yikes. Yeah. Hey, I'll put up fantastic numbers for six weeks, i.e. Michael Vick. Mm-hmm. Out for the season, yep, or uh, this oh, or that. Uh, oh, you got used to me? Oh, we're doing good? Oh, out. Yeah, yeah, that's Michael Vick. That's Michael Vick in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. And, yeah, Seattle's going to win something like 34 to Three? No, no, 34 to 10. There we go. Jeez. Oh, man. I got to think, think of a score here. How about... Thanks a lot, Joe. Uh, how about... Jeez. Uh, 37 to 3. Woo! Woo boy. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, then Frank, and, then, and then Frank Reichel stood up, and then here come the Panthers. No, yeah. I'm kidding. You know, yeah, he did right. play there, didn't he? I think he did. Did he play for Carolina, too? I, I think so. There I go, going crazy. I think he did. Oh, my God, I think he did. <laughs> that must have been in the Kevin Green days, huh? Oh, yeah, like way back at the, you know, when they were expansion. I think back he was when, like, back uh, when Carolina could only beat the 49ers, I remember that. Yep, and that's what they did. They beat the best team in the league, and then that's it. You know, they've been like, like oh, we're done, yeah. And then they go all the way to the, con- the, what was it? They went to the conference finals against Green Bay. It was like, holy smokes. They started really quick. Carolina Panthers. Yeah, I mean, I really like that team. The defense, the quarterback, all that. But this this just isn't their year. Maybe next year they get things together. It's crazy how good they played after the Vikings manhandled them in the TCF Bank Stadium. But, yeah, again, last week they kind of looked like the Panthers that stunk most of the year. It's funny how excited they were about the game. I mean, I'm glad for them they won. But, yeah, Arizona was just... You know, they're, they're just done beyond belief. Yeah. And Carolina's going to probably look that way after this game. <laughs> hope I'm wrong, hope I'm wrong, hope I'm wrong, hope I'm wrong, knock on wood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, right. I, I, I hope for a good <laughs> game, but it's not. I don't see it happening. No, not me neither. Maybe so Seattle put some second stringer defense with guys in there, maybe. Mm-hmm. That Pre- ain't happening. Prevent, prevent defense. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a prevent defense only does one thing. Boom! Prevents you from winning. Mm-hmm. Now here's a guy in a prevent defense that doesn't want to win a game. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yeah. It's only good on the final play of the game, per se. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, when you're moving the chains every single down, you know. Everyone in front. Yep. That's the whole thing. That's all it is. Just pre- preventing the big play. But, uh, but you know, like 20 yards, 10 yards, 15, 10, 5, 8, you know. Damn it! <laughs> mm. Nickel and dime your way to a to a game winning drive, yay! That's what happened with the Vikings about nine million times in the old days. Uh, so now something that's gonna I mean, there's gonna be a big take in this one, and it might not be what you think, but eh, we'll see. It'll be something interesting. Baltimore at New England. Baltimore at Boston. Boston. Baltimore. I like it. I like this game, and we've seen these two play many many times, and. 
they've had the good games and bad games with each other. Baltimore's had some nice success against New England. New England's had some success against Baltimore. Mm-hmm. New England's playing their ass off this year, though. And I, I like the pieces they have. I really do. <laughs> uh, this is going to be a really, really good one. Are, are you looking forward to this one? Yeah, this one is going to be cool because you got. I, I know that probably some people are thinking, hey, in the, there's some post somewhere that I said, oh, the AFC doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I and I chose. Uh, I said Dallas will win and Arizona will win. The AFC <laughs> doesn't matter. I think that was my comment. <laughs> look at you. Yeah, look at me. But this is actually. I think this is going to be a pretty good game. You have one of those offenses that just doesn't quit for some mm-hmm. reason. Once again, mm-hmm. they put up you know unbelievable numbers for. It's like how how many years in a row is this going to work out for you whatever and baltimore another you know on the opposite side of the ball is one of those teams that puts together a fantastic defensive squad no matter what no matter matter what yeah no matter who's playing for them whether they have 20 years in the league and uh you know ducked out of a uh a manslaughter charge or a murder charge you know (laughs) it doesn't matter (laughs) they just they just it, it it's the it factor, and it must come down to the to the GMs and the coaching staff. It must be that just that winning combination of those two able to put the right people on the field at any given time to make these teams strong as as in, in their you know offense and defensive ways. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not, I'm not yeah. cutting I'm not cutting Baltimore's offense out, but mm-hmm. for so many years. Baltimore's defense was oh. just, yeah, right? Off the just charts. Off, off the, the charts. charts. Just unbelievable. Fantastic. Could wind up winning a game for you. If you're two scores down, they could score two touchdowns like that. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. just never knew. They were a fantastic squad. Still are a fantastic squad. I think now, in the last few years, they're actually a little bit more even kill with having a running game and, you know, a pass attack. And... <laughs> I don't. I don't know if the uh, previously the Carolina Steve Smiths are going to become the Baltimore Steve Smiths. Mm-hmm. Could very well happen. I don't know. We will see. Yeah. But I think if I'm picking the game here, which I am, uh, I'm going to take yep. New England. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I I like the pieces that New England's put in. Baltimore. You know they. The offensive side of the ball, yeah, it's limited to a point. And I think that's going to be their downfall. Not because they're not good enough, but because look at the defensive players New England added this this season in the offseason. I mean, look at it. You got, you got Daryl Revis. And, of course, guys like Devin McCourty have continued to get better and better since he was drafted not too long ago. But guys like Daryl Revis and Chung... And Browner, I mean, it's a really nice secondary that they have, and I think that's going to pose a problem for Baltimore, and Tom Brady's having one of his best years ever. And for Tom Brady to be having one of his best years ever, <laughs> he must be having a really damn good season, to be quite <laughs> honest. Exactly. So, yeah, this is... Uh, a lot of people might have been thinking, yeah, you know, how Joey's always on Baltimore's jock in January... And they are good, and they're always going to win at least one playoff game in January. And luckily, <laughs> New England's <laughs> not stuck playing them in that first round because that's usually when the Patriots lose to Baltimore. 
And a couple years they did lose to Baltimore in the AFC Championship game. But I don't get the vibe that Baltimore is on the magical run this year. I think New England's on the magical run this year. Tom Brady has been unbelievable since they questioned him early in the season when they're like, boy, I guess he's done. You know, I mean, (laughs) you know, they they basically were like, is Tom Brady done? He really, he, he sucks now. He can't play anymore. And then basically ever since then, which of course conveniently was week three when the Vikings played the New England Patriots, that was a, uh, that was an absolute ass whooping of epic proportions. He carved up the Vikings like prime rib. And we're talking very, very tender prime rib. Not chewy, <laughs> dried up prime rib. We're talking thin stuff. Slice and dice. Yeah, he tore us apart. And he always has. Vikings have never come close to beating the Patriots since he has been the quarterback. And, okay, not that that has anything to do with Baltimore. But I do think this is one of the years that New England beats Baltimore. I think they're a team of destiny. They have a lot of good pieces and this wide receiver by the name of Edelman is a really big-time piece for them. And Gronk is healthy. He's healthy. That's yeah. a good sign, too. That hasn't happened in the playoffs in a little bit. Like, maybe ever. And this yeah. LeGarrette Blunt, what a nice addition. Yeah. What a nice addition. And, and yeah, the Edelman is, is, is everything that Wes Welker isn't as far as I'm concerned. I just think he's better. He's similar to Wes Welker, but I, I think he's better. And, boy, did he kick the Vikings' ass. <laughs> <laughs> and how doesn't it always happen when a team that has a legendary quarterback drafts a quarterback of the future, or what they hope will be a quarterback of the future, that the guy explodes and plays way better, like Brett Favre did in 2007? Seasons like that. I think, I think, yeah, I think the Patriots beat the Baltimore Ravens and head to the AFC Championship game and... <clears throat> well, we'll leave that alone for now. But <laughs> but you could probably guess where I'm headed there, too. I think you just showed your hand. Yep. Joey, put it away. And speaking of showing our hand. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've seen that commercial. Uh-huh. Oh, that's a funny uh, commercial. It's hilarious. Um, so, speaking of showing hands. Mm-hmm. Dallas and Green Bay. Joey? Uh-oh. Hmm. Well, that game, it's the two hated teams that for probably both of us. <laughs> we pretty much both hate the Cowboys, right? Or do you like yeah, the Cowboys? Yeah, you know, you know, here's no. the thing. You know, when, like when, it, when a team does crappy for so many years, it kind of loses <laughs> its luster of watching them lose. And yeah. so I think that was that, that was the case for the 49ers. For me, for a while, I was like, eh, you know, this Jeff Garcia guy, he really tries. You know, he plays injured. I like this <laughs> Jeff Garcia guy. You know, I can kind of root for him. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Pinochle, or what's his name? Garfunkel? What's his name? Uh, Pumpernickel? Yeah, that's it. Pumpernickel that plays for the 49ers now. I can't get behind <laughs> that guy. And if I did get behind him, I'd probably like it. But anyways. <laughs> Hey, anyways, back to Detroit versus <laughs> Detroit. Whoa, Dallas Detroit. versus we wish, Green Bay. We wish. I Dallas wish. versus Damn. Green Bay. I okay. Everyone knows that. You know, as a Bears fan, and you too, as being Vikings fans, there is no love loss for the Green Bay Packers. Okay, zero. Yep. They they are the team that we are all trained to hate. Right. Mm-hmm. 
we're all trained to hate from birth. We mm. come from the womb. Yep, yep. We're even older rivals for them than uh, the Vikings. So obviously, because you were around much, much earlier than the Vikings. With, we come out bearing a T-shirt with a you know circle and a line going through it, saying you know Green Bay, we hate you. Mm. <laughs> We hate you and your fan-owned team and your bullshit-ass stadium that holds more people than in the damn town. We hate you. Yeah, yep, and it, and it does. Your bullshit-ass roads all around the stadium, Lombardi Drive, the stupid trophy from the Super Bowls named after uh, your asses. <laughs> Might as well just call it the Green Bay Packers Trophy. <laughs> and okay, well y'all won two. Y'all, you 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 won the two to begin with. Okay, so I guess. Just because you won two to begin with, that we'll name all the trophies and everything after all your peoples. Lombardi Drive. whoop de frickin do Mm-hmm. Anyways. We love it. No, we don't, Joe. If I was a betting man, I'd probably pick Green Bay, but I am not a betting <sighs> man, and I am rooting with my heart, and damn it, Tony <laughs> Romo has got to do something, right? I hope so. He's a perennial mm-hmm. all-star pro bowler. He has to do something. This has got to be the year. This has got to yeah. be the year for Dallas. This is the window. This is it. There's yep. nothing after this. It's done. Mm-hmm. I don't think Tony Romo will ever have another chance at this. This is a big chance. This big is chance. this is this is it. This could be it for the Cowboys for the next three to four seasons. Who knows? Until they can. This this might be the build up to a rebuild year, especially if they don't make it this year. If they don't, they gotta, they gotta get, they gotta get there. Should I call it the? Yeah, this is their 2009. Wink, wink. Yeah, it, it really is. Like you have to get it done. Tony Romo is, he played way better in in December. He shook off that whole December, you know, rap that he's had, deservedly to a point, maybe even very deservedly. But I mean, he'd been improving a bit, but this is his chance, and he's got a wide receiver who's a little crazy, like every wide receiver that's ever played, pretty much. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, playing, he's one of the best receivers in football. He's got a running back that's about as good a running back as you're going to ever get. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much in Mr. So, Murray. Besides mm-hmm. Evan Smith, I mean, but, you know. Yeah, yep, yep. But <laughs> they it's have probably, the, probably one of their better running backs they've had since him, anyways. Yeah, I would say he's got to be the top. He's He's got to be the top since, since Emmett. And, he, and believe it or not, he broke Emmett Smith's uh, yardage record. For the, for the Dallas Cowboys, if you're going to be break that, you know, for a single season per se, yeah. But but yeah, I mean, career no, then then you're the best running back ever at that point. <laughs> and let's be honest, that guy probably played an extra five yeah. years that he probably shouldn't have played. But mm-hmm. I'm not Over- saying he padded the stats, but he was still good enough to play. I mean, you give him props; he was still starting until yeah, I think I- the last two years with the Cardinals. But um, yeah, you know, I would probably be be playing until my wheels fall off too just for the love of the game you know yeah and one of his years in arizona he was awesome i think it was his second year with arizona i think it was their three years like the first year not so good second year awesome and then final year it's just you know it's it's time you know i think it was more of like a player coach yep be honest then then you know he was on the roster obviously but i mean i think he served more of a player coach yeah, that's pretty much what the final year was for him. But yeah, DeMarco Murray, I mean, 1,845 yards, 13 touchdowns, obviously elite, Des Bryant elite. You have the three yes. positions on offense. You have the three positions on offense playing 
enormously well. So this is an opportunity. This is your this is your window. And of course, Witten, obviously one of the best tight ends in football and a favorite of Tony Romo. So you got all your pieces. Their defense has been good. Their offensive line is going to be very, 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 very key. <laughs> very, very key. They started very poorly against Detroit. They cannot afford to do that this week. And unfortunately for them, it's a road game this time. And it's probably going to be fairly cold. Are you looking forward to that? Uh, <laughs> looking forward to the, the polar you know, that, vortex that, talk. No. That does uh, strike, you know, an interesting, you know, key part of the game the cold because you never know what's gonna the elements once again it's all about the adversity and how you overcome it but that's the key the cold is is a weird element though like it can aid some aspects of the game and then really take away from other parts Mm -hmm. yeah by the time they play it'll probably be getting closer to single digits it looks like so because this is going to, oh, no, no, it's going to be at one, yeah, it's going to be at noon. So it's probably going to be closer to 20, but it all depends how the forecast changes. So, um, yeah, it's all about adversity. And Tony Romo rose to the occasion last week. Can he do it again? In the can past, he do it? Two weeks mm-hmm. in a row, can he do it? Yeah, because in the past, he did not. Oh, <laughs> Whenever there was adversity, he did not. Not even know. once. <laughs> Here, yep. hold this kick so we can win. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> yeah, it's no. like, yeah, it's literally like that. Yeah, that was it. That was it. That was their chance, and he lost the ball. He lost the ball on an easy field goal. We, they couldn't even. They couldn't even get that done. We look at me saying we. Ugh, how dare I say we in Dallas in the same sentence? Yeah. How about them Cowboys? Okay, sorry, but <laughs> maybe you adopted a new team for for the playoffs there. Maybe, yeah, no, <laughs> and there's a yeah, maybe no, no. It's 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 New England without a doubt. And they kind of have been forever, pretty much. If the Vikings are out, it's the Patriots staring at the hat and jacket over there. I've had those for a long time now. Long time. Um, and it's funny, we haven't even mentioned we haven't even mentioned the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers because Tony Romo is such an X factor in this game. Who cares? Who's the, Isn't he? You know what? Here's the thing. Okay, Aaron Rodgers, I like Aaron Rodgers. He's a Cal uh, quarterback. <laughs> he, yep. he was... It's so snubbed in the draft. Yes. So snubbed. Uh, and here's the thing, too. Like, he, uh, Alex Smith, he didn't give a shit where he was going. And Rogers it, it couldn't have been grow. anywhere. Rogers wanted to play for the 49ers. That, no. is, that is his childhood dream. That was his team as a kid growing up. Mm-hmm. They took they Alex snubbed Smith. Him. They yeah. snubbed him. They went for Alex Smith, a guy that only played in shotgun offenses he hardly took any snaps from under the center. Mm-hmm. And and then that's what their offense at the time they ran was basically under the center all the time. He didn't get any of his reads. And it's like, ah, you had the perfect guy. Like, here's the, here's the thing. Like, when you draft a guy that that's – you're his team. Like, you're his team all throughout high school and yeah. being mm-hmm. a kid. Don't you think – like, you're going to get that extra ump. You know, yeah. you're going to get that little tiny bit of extra because that's his dream and it's coming mm-hmm. true and he doesn't want to fail at that dream. So anyways, mm-hmm. now he's yeah, Green I Bay mean, Packer and screw you. Yep, that's the problem. Yep, <laughs> screw you. Yep. I mean, yeah, I mean, just, just imagine how I'd be if I was the Viking quarterback. I mean, you know, you know, because I mean, all the losses and all that good stuff, 
in the big games, how much I'd want that to end. Oh, you could just imagine when you have that extra. Or in his case, to fall in the foot. the damn trophy, damn it. Yeah, the sons of biscuits. No. Yes. <laughs> I don't even care. Name it the Al Davis oh, something. I don't even care anymore. Whatever. The Mike Zimmer trophy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Hey, that's <laughs> Not yet, yeah, right? Yeah. And obviously they have all the pieces that you'd want for a team. You have the best quarterback in football. You have a phenomenal possession receiver, at at minimum possession receiver in Randall Cobb. Yeah. You have a power running back who is hardcore legit. Yeah, who, if you say so, whatever. And another guy. <laughs> yep, and I, and I know. Yeah, I know we both hate him. I don't want to see any good in this team. Okay, Aaron Rodgers, that's it. Yep, Aaron right. Rodgers is good. Yep. Aaron Rodgers is good. <laughs> they might win. And they have the the big play defense that can give up the big plays. That's kind of what it is, too. That's another key. Can the Green Bay defense get the pick six or the 19 sacks against against Tony Romo? Or will Tony Romo not not throw interceptions, be composed, and not be on his back in the game? That's going to be the big key in this one. What is going to happen in this game? It's it's almost like a coin flip in a way. Even though, uh, uh, yeah, even though we, I'm rooting with the inevitable. Heart. I'm so rooting with my heart in this one. And yeah. I so shouldn't, but I'm rooting with my heart. Uh, I, I, I like the Cowboys. I like them twenty-one seventeen. There, I said it. I said wouldn't it. Okay, twenty-one seventeen. I said wouldn't it. that wouldn't that be awesome? And yeah, these are two very very good teams. In all fairness, too, this is there's no real underdog in this one other than the fact somebody unfortunately has to play on the road. And yeah, to be honest, Joey, I really just here's what I'm hoping for: a -hmm. good damn game. I'm I I I am too, and I do think it will be. I think this is going to be the best game of the week, unless somehow Baltimore New England gets real crazy. That's the other potential one. Yeah, Uh, but this has definitely got to be another like miniature ice ball. It won't be as cold as that game, and it was flashing on the screen here in the obviously muted (laughs) in the background. I hope it's nice and cold and clear. I think it's cool to look at. And, again, I do hope the Cowboys win as well. I would like to see Tony Romo overcome it. You have them winning 21-17? 21-17. Oh, I want to say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God almighty. Some, I know you do, but... I kind of... Uh, yeah, you yeah. have a reputation. Yeah. You can't follow me. You went no. undefeated last round, okay? You yep. cannot follow yep. my heart. Pick. Yeah, this is my upset of the week, my upset of the year. <laughs> Please, no, I would love it. Yeah, and I am gonna. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna step on your. No, no, and and I have been leaning this way, and it's gonna be twenty-seven to twenty-four. Ooh. in Green Bay, it's gonna be oh, one of those hey. legendary games. Yeah, it's a game, 20, right? Mm-hmm. I so hope it's just a great game. Just. Yeah. A, Sit back and watch, and just be like, "Oh yeah, this is mm-hmm. this is the shit." Yeah, and I think both quarterbacks are going to be very good, but I think also the defenses are going to be they're going to be good as well. Both players have both teams have big names on both sides of the ball, of course. <laughs> so it says the <laughs> low, the the high of the day is going to be seventeen degrees Fahrenheit. The low yeah. of the day is one. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be one. very cool. Even, but you know what? I bet you that's not even counting like wind chill or anything, right? That's just one. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I wish it was at night again because that that's when that's when it was super cold with New York and Green oh Bay a couple years ago. But that that was awesome. But yeah, this one's at noon though. So 
that's why it'll probably be closer to the 20 than the one. But yeah, I, I, I was looking at the one as well. It's going to be one of those deals where Aaron Rodgers is just a little better, obviously. Obviously, he's, he's the better player. Romo's going to have a great game, but I think the Packers outduel the Dallas Cowboys in this one. 27-24. You're going to see a lot of good plays on offense and defense, I think, for both teams. Maybe a turnover or two, but I think... I think the turnovers aren't going to be the key, so Washington will be way off. It's going to mostly be just making a big play here and knocking down a pass there. That's kind of what this is going to come to, and I think the uh, I think Aaron Rodgers will just be a little bit too clutch for the Cowboys. Hmm. Sucks. Sucks. <laughs> and I do think Eddie Lacy powers one into the end zone, yes. Goal line or whatever it is. I think he pounds it in. Aren't you excited? With that said, go Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. And I actually said that for the first time in my life. <laughs> okay. okay, maybe not. Someone cut that out of the audio and put it on like a 30-second uh, clip of it rerunning. Mm-hmm. Remember this? And and mm-hmm. call. And call. And play it. Please. Oh, please, someone do that. <laughs> do it. Do it. Someone do that for Joey. Joey needs that to happen. Make fun of me for years. I'm saying, go Cowboys. Go Cowboys. Go Cowboys. <laughs> That would be like good. 30 seconds on repeat. That would be hilarious. Just a continuous loop. Mm-hmm. You know it's going to wind up on there somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to probably do it, too. Uh, I'm going to probably out. cut it out. I'll probably cut it out myself and use it <laughs> for the sound bite just to be goofy. Just to be goofy. Uh, oh, that would be so funny. Oh, you man. thought it would never happen. It's going to happen. Dun, Uh-oh. dun, dun. Joey, the Dallas Cowboy fan. Ah! Go Cowboys! Go Cowboys! Go Cowboys! Go Cowboys! <laughs> oh, because they played the Packers? Huh. Yeah. No. Hey. It's gonna... hey, that's a legit reason. Like, because those are like your two teams that where you say, "Oh, who's your second favorite team?" Well, whoever played against the Packers. Go Cowboys! Or whoever's whoever's playing against the Cowboys. I see that all the playing... time. Mm-hmm. With the whoever's playing against the Patriots. No, I'm kidding. No. Except for us, that would be really bad. Baltimore. Baltimore. That's a shout out to. Uh, oh, why would I say that? Who's ever playing against the Patriots would be my arch enemy. Oh, oh, but go ahead. Oh, that's kind of a. Uh, you hear me saying Baltimore? That's my feeble attempt to make a shout out to the Mike O'Mara show and his Baltimore Billy Sikorsky uh, <laughs> impression. Mike O'Mara does this killer impression of people who live in Baltimore mm-hmm. and he's talking about Cal mm-hmm. Ripken and there he's always complaining about how bad the sports teams are other than the Ravens you know mm-hmm. but oh they haven't been good since Cal, Cal I, I don't do it I don't do I don't do it any justice but usually around baseball season he does it uh, like spring training he'll start doing Baltimore's Billy Sikorsky and it's just some funny stuff Michael Marichaud Mm-hmm. Just saying. Oh, there it is. There it is. Give it a give it a look, sees. Give it a look, sees. <laughs> it's it's one of the few shows that I will listen to, you know, frequently. Mm-hmm. One of one of the handful I have, Purple Mafia. Yes, there we go. Yep. Love the Purple Mafia. Thank you. Thank you. Thank uh, you. I listen to Adam Carolla and I listen to Mike O'Mara show, and those are my religious three that I will always, always listen to. Now there's some more that I will listen to, depending on what's going on in the baseball season. Obviously, without a curse, which is a, a sports stuff uh, mm-hmm. uh, podcast, and yep. I will I will check in with that. Well, that one, I 
I produce it, so I do yeah. get to hear a lot of it anyway. So, uh, mm-hmm. but sometimes it will go through my phone. Mm, nice. There you go. Yeah, so, Purple Mafia is in your three, huh? Oh yeah. Yes. Touchdown. Yes, yes it is my top three Love podcasts it. that I listen to religiously. I love it. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I thank all of you out there that do listen to the show religiously as well. Now we're going to hear from you guys in the next segment. Mm. Mm -hmm. We're going to hear from those that listen to it religiously. We appreciate them so very much, don't we, Dylan? Oh, yes, most definitely. Mm. Because, by the way, for those of you out there, I rudely didn't even mention, I think most of you know this already, but for those of you that may be new to the show, Dylan Richardson is the executive producer and the founder of thesportstuff.com. Yeah. Hey. That's right. That's right. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, call in with your hate line. Uh, call in the hate line. Or call mm-hmm. in with your hate. Uh, Love uh, hate. <laughs> yeah, what, whatever you... Call in, rip me up, rip me down, whatever, for being a Packer hater. Or, or give me praise. I'll take praise. I, I think I'll most people will give you praise. Most people will. Because I, I, I would hope. hope... I would hope they... If for the ones that don't like the Bears at, at all... Uh, that they would uh, hate the Packers more. All I, I, would, I would hope. <laughs> mutual respect on that. I mean, I'm giving. I gave y'all props. Yeah, and you know the Bears sucked, so you know, kick a man while he's down. Come on, man. Yeah. You know? Yep. And here comes Rex Ryan. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that ain't gonna happen. You know that. No, no. Yeah, that ain't gonna. That ain't gonna happen. Are you kidding me? There's no way that that's ever gonna happen. The Bears hire someone with nobody's heard of an, <laughs> an A-list coach, Rex mm-hmm. Ryan. No. They're going to hire some Canuck. I don't know what the hell. Mm. So anyways, hey, we're anxiously awaiting all of your hate, all of your venom, or all of your praise. Hit us up on the phone lines. That's 209-736-7877. That's 209-736-7877. And it is also greatly appreciated. Don't forget to rate Purple Mafia on iTunes, too, if you could. Mm-hmm. But then again, I do mention that in the next segment, usually always too. So I'll probably mention that at the end. I just want to make sure reminder. The, I just want to make sure we have the phone number in there because oh yeah, I will be sifting through after and yeah, looking for some praise. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Some, Give hate. Them some praise. I don't know. Hate hate is almost as good as praise at this point. You know, it's just. Anyways, it's it's fun. I I always enjoy. Being on your show, Joey, and I hope mm-hmm. you'll be back again, possibly very soon. Oh yeah, like during the postseason for sure. But then hopefully, yeah. See, last year we lost we lost touch a little bit because of was it you had a yeah you had to change your phone, you had a new phone. Oh so, yeah, that whole yeah, thing. I was, gonna, I was gonna have you on for the preview, and then I couldn't reach you. I kept I should have just Facebooked instead of text, which was a stupid decision on my part. But uh, the, uh, the whole the whole phone thing, the whole basically my whole everything. Has mm-hmm. been, uh, let's say, like a uh, you know, like a waste paper basket that's been picked up and turned upside down. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> for the better, so to speak, I'll just leave it at that. For mm-hmm. the better, things are picking up, things are looking good. Yeah, uh, I've been. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, and I'm definitely happy about that, and wishing you the best too in the in the future, in the present. Without well, a doubt. You, sir, and you know that I do the same. I always enjoy being on this show. I, I love being able to throw things off, and then we go off on a tangent. And mm-hmm. Next thing you know, what we planned on being 30 minutes is now almost an hour and 30. <laughs> <laughs> My God. So, yeah. It's always fired. Yep. 
Yeah, this is a huge one. So thanks again, everyone, for listening. With that, we probably should put the wraps on this segment <laughs> as much as I enjoy it. Probably have to call it a, a, a day for this segment. Otherwise, the show will be six hours long. So. No kidding. No kidding. <laughs> thank you all for listening, though, to this. Uh, thank you for this very much. And we will definitely be getting to your fan interaction right after this. shop on Amazon? Did you know that you can support this podcast just by doing your normal shopping on Amazon? It's really easy to do. Just go to thesportstuff.com and click on one of the many Amazon pictures. Do your normal shopping and Amazon sees that we referred you and they give us a percentage. We'd like to thank you in advance for supporting thesportstuff.com and please use our Amazon link. Now enjoy the rest of the show. Contact us and support Purple Mafia by liking us on Facebook and following us on Twitter. Don't forget to call into our phone lines at 209-736-7877. That's 209-736-7877. And we are back here on Purple Mafia Fan Interaction Segment. Oh my goodness, it's so fun to have Dylan Richardson on this show. So much fun, and he'll be back next week without a doubt. It's going to be the bomb. We're going to talk about the second round and the conference finals and all that good stuff. Got to like that. Got to like that without a doubt. So let's get to the fan interaction segment. No calls that I know of at this point in time. And if there are, we'll just have to forward them into next week, and I do apologize for that. Let's talk about, let's pick up where we left off, <laughs> that is. Let's talk about uh, what people had to say about last week's show or whatever it was, responses to this and that during the show. Like I always do, like when I post the, well, the new show's out, there's usually a comment or two in there. Three this week, Brent Jacobson saying I meant to call in, but my phone battery was dead. I'll call in for the next episode and try to predict off-season departures. And yeah, you're still very welcome to say that, and that kind of call will never be old. Per se, it'll never be outdated because uh, at least not for another six, seven months. <laughs> so, off-season departures and all that good stuff. Very welcome to the show. And hey, nothing wrong with talking some post, uh, some postseason football either. There's not really nothing wrong with that at all. Tanae Brown saying, "I like the title of this one. Downloading tonight to listen at work tomorrow. Thank you always so much for that." Gerald String saying, "Thanks for the gold star, Joey. That will require me to have a tall grass tonight." Gotta like that. Gotta like that. I remember last week, I believe he had, yes, he had uh, vanilla bean, buffalo sweat, and tall grass ethos, ethos, the IPA version, which, uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't done a commercial about that one, but obviously I say to check out the website, you'll see everything there, you know, tallgrassbeer.com, so, yeah, gotta like that. That's where you can learn more about all the uh, different types of beer. That one is an IPA, so the bitterness units are, well, they're sky high. <laughs> Lots of hops. Black Monday, Black Monday, Black Monday. Quite different from Black Friday, though at the same time, eh, well, <laughs> no, yeah, nah, nah, it's just, it's just way different, way different. Much more like Black Tuesday, at least for these guys financially, unless they do get another job, and yeah, well, a lot of them do get another job at some time, some way, eventually. Uh, the Jets' Rex Ryan is gone. Falcons' Mike Smith, gone. Bears' Jim Tressman. 
started the Black Monday firings at the course at that course of time. And, of course, Jim Harbaugh headed to Michigan. More to come and all that good stuff. Well, you know, because there's going to be new jobs taking place. The uh, San Francisco 49ers have talked to some people along the way. Uh, Rex Ryan, one of them. Who knows what's going to happen there. I wonder where Rex Ryan will wind up. We'll talk more about that when the time comes. Because right now, nothing's going on. So, speculating on it. Well, eh, you know, there's nothing really to even speculate yet. There's just people have been interviewed a little bit. Or at least they're talking to him a little bit. Nothing major as of yet. We've only one comment. Yeah, Jerry Hicks saying, I was hoping the Bears would keep Cressman. That would keep them in the cellar for a while. My early prediction is the Cards defensive coordinator goes to the Bears, and that would be a nice move. That would be a very nice move. Uh, that being the Arizona Cardinals, and I feel bad for them. I feel very bad for that team. I mean, they really, oh, they're good, and Bruce Arians is so good. Oh, man. I mean, you know... <laughs> oh man uh, I posted something I don't even know why I posted this maybe just to I don't know because it's kind of weird and thought maybe you guys would find it interesting being we had some wide receiver troubles this year the Chiefs wide receivers went a whole season without catching a touchdown I've never seen that happen before um, that is a anomaly that is an absolute anomaly so that's probably the main reason I posted that two comments Felix DePel out of Germany saying, did someone say Cordero? At least he's got <clears throat> one. <laughs> That's really a bummer, but I guess if you have Kels, Charles, and Davis, you don't need your wide receivers to put up touchdowns, but zero? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Not... <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you're not... What, the wide receiver, the passing game, not quite as important, I suppose, but then again, I mean, you got to have some type of passing game with the wide receivers, but I suppose they work things out with tight ends and running backs and such. Sebastian Ball saying, watch us sign one. Rolls on the floor laughing my ass off. <laughs> yeah, pretty crazy. Continuing, a very nice article. Um, so not somebody I really endorse much, but oh, I listen to the show because of Judd Zelgad. But yeah, Mackie. Mackie's musings. Yes, I'm drinking Teddy Bridgewater Kool-Aid. And he's talking about some very interesting stuff on there, without a doubt. Dave Hickey responding, saying, I do believe we found our quarterback for the next 10 years. And yeah, I mean, there's some interesting stuff in there about Teddy Bridgewater that uh, actually, you know, that the whole Tim Hasselbeck was saying that, uh, you know, how Teddy Bridgewater's got difficulty throwing passes beyond 20 yards and such, and that's not a good sign. He's just going to be a good backup and all that stuff. Not really a starter or certainly not an elite quarterback in this league long term. But then he winds up being, winds up, winds up being 10th in the NFL in deep pass accuracy this season. Passes that travel at least 20 yards in the air. Ahead of established quarterbacks like Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Ben Roethlisberger, Philip Rivers, Matthew Stafford, and Eli Manning. Damn! He was ahead of those guys. So, that's that's a good sign. That's encouraging. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. But, yeah, I mean, obviously it's not like comparing him to those guys necessarily yet. But, regardless if you're comparing to them, comparing them or not, that's a good sign. You don't really hear people complaining about Ben Roethlisberger at all. He's actually got a pretty good arm. And he's had multiple six touchdown games this year, which is nuts. Uh, God rest his season. Phillip Rivers, obviously one of the better quarterbacks in all of football. Even though he's a bit of a... <laughs> he's a bit of an ass, but hey, he's a he's a good player. And he's, he's not enough of an ass to be a good player, I suppose. To be a welcome 
member of that team. He's kept those guys very competitive. They've been a nice January team over the years. This year, though, unfortunately for them, no January. Yeah, no January. It's those, the Chargers and the and the Ravens. They're tricky teams, man. They're tricky-dicky teams out there, without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, Peyton Manning, not really known for his arm necessarily, but obviously just a legend. A million touchdown passes every year. A million yards. Peyton, or Tom Brady, same thing, except probably even better. Russell Wilson, I mean, hey, you know, a young guy that you'd compare him to. He's a little bit on the smaller side, and he's new. He's new to the, you know, he's, he's very young. So that's definitely a guy you'd want to potentially compare t- uh, Teddy Bridgewater to. It's kind of similar personality, like just a all-around, like, smart, intelligent player with with some athleticism, but not all athleticism all the time. Just a really good quarterback who gets it done. Got to be my favorite Seattle Seahawk, to be honest, Russell Wilson. Because I do not like the Seahawks, but I respect Russell Wilson to death. Yeah, I mean, and Eli Manning's a guy I've compared Teddy Bridgewater to because I think he can be very clutch. I think he can be. I lay, And obviously Eli Manning's clutch ability has been due noted. I mean, it's helped them win two Super Bowls despite the fact they've had to win every single playoff game on the road. They've been unbelievable on the road, Eli Manning. Just, you know, them and the the, the Giants when they had the opportunity to play on the road in the postseason this year. Not one of those. A very interesting fact, and yes, Dave Hickey stating something that uh, I would like to agree with without a doubt, that uh, we hopefully have found the quarterback for the next 10 years plus. That would be uh, that would be, uh, be beyond unbelievable. Very amazing fact. So thank you, Phil Mackey, for that. Obviously, i uh, going to cite him. He Very good stuff. Very good stuff. Uh, Sebastian Balls posting a picture where Teddy Bridgewater's walking by wearing a you know his purple shirt that says Vikings, not jersey or anything. And there's a guy wearing a Teddy Bridgewater jersey, kind of waving down at him from the the railing there. Oh, that's Sebastian Balls. Sebastian Balls and Teddy Bridgewater in the same picture. And he posted <laughs> he posted with Teddy B like that's that's where my uniform is. I told Coach I didn't lose it because <laughs> Teddy's looking right up at him, right there. Very very cool. Two comments to get to. Dave Hickey saying, awesome, Sebastian. And Mark Carlson saying, Bash be like Teddy, Teddy. But you forgot the third Teddy, Mark. You forgot the third one. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, And then I posted, did I say the Ravens are going to win in Pittsburgh on episode 188? I did. Yeah, and I'm going to continue to pick the Ravens in in January because it makes me look awfully smart picking the Ravens in January. On a year-by-year basis, it, it makes me look awfully, awfully smart. And I'm going to keep... I'm just going to keep doing it. I've been doing it since 2008. And, uh, mine, I've been cashing in. No, no, I haven't. I wish I was cashing in. You know, I wish I was. But I'm just not a better. I just don't do that. You know, because right when I start betting, guess what? <laughs> they'll, they'll lose like 31-0 to zero or something. So let's pick up where we left off on the, uh, the outside post. They're not threads on there. They're not... Post in the threads. These are individual uh, posts. Brent Jacobson saying, let the free agent dreaming begin. And there it is. It's a nice list, and I've got it ready to rock and roll. Not going to get too heavy into it now, but let's read what he has to say at least. At the quarterback position, unless Castle decides to walk instead of restructures deal, no need. Halfback being running back. I'd rather address this via draft. I kind of thought we semi-did last year. At least, uh, the you know, a potential. Potential. Like, uh... Uh... You know, a guy that could be a developmental running back. 
and become a starter. That's Jarek McKinnon. I encouraged the Vikings to take a running back in the draft last year in the third round, and they took a running back in the, in the third round, and it may have worked out just fine. We'll see where things go, and if the Vikings take another running back, all right. But we also have Matt Asiata, who's a nice uh, second to, well, he's like another, he's a nice number two or number three running back. Very good for short yardage. Not a guy I count on for much beyond that, though. I think he's a really nice goal line threat. That's a good thing. I hate when he bobbles the ball when he's passed two, but he does get like, but he, but he did get a lot of receiving yards this year, believe it or not. But again, a nice third down running back. Well, I say be careful when you're throwing passes to him. Oh, I mean those passes better be perfect, and he better be ready for him. Otherwise, that be damn careful with that. Now that I've dragged that on long enough, fullback no need says Brent Jacobson, and that's the departure of Jerome Felton. I will miss him. Really good guy, a really good player for the Vikings, and uh, he helped Adrian Peterson in the past. Kind of depends on what will happen there. Eh, we'll see. Wide receiver, assuming the top two, Bryant and Thomas. You know, Des Bryant and Demarius Thomas resign or are too rich for the Vikings budget. I'd like Torrey Smith. Okay, we'll see what happens there. Tight end, no need. I agree, even though I'm getting really irritated with the injuries to Kyle Rudolph, and I think a million other people are as well. Very annoying, and I really, really appreciate that list, and I will have that kept here for future reference. A very wonderful cheat sheet to have <laughs> during a show. It's nice to have a list there. It's very, very, very doggone helpful. Not going to jump too heavy into it right now, but it's going to be here, and it's going to stay here, and I'm going to use it, yeah, quite a bit. Matthew Kyle, this is a good one. This should get him in the star candidates, and Brett Jacobson is definitely a star candidate for this episode. Wink, wink there. Um... Matthew Kyle, yeah, you're going to be in the Stars candidate, I think, at this point. Good point here. <laughs> Good point indeed. Between, man, if I could get this doggone thing to low. There we go. Earl Thomas, free safety of the Seattle Seahawks. And Harrison Smith, free safety of the Minnesota Vikings. For Earl Thomas, one interception versus Harrison Smith's five. <clears throat> For assists, meaning assisting the tackles, well, they're kind of even. Actually, you know, and Earl Thomas has more assists. 25 to 18 versus Harrison Smith. Overall tackles 85 to 89. Those, I think, are kind of semi offset, you could say. Two forced fumbles for Earl Smith, one for Mr. for Earl Smith, Earl Thomas, one forced fumble for Harrison Smith in the sacks category. Well, zero for Earl, three for Harrison Smith, Harry the Hitman, as they like to call him, and then 47 yards after that interception. And then, yeah, not to mention 150 return yards in in interceptions. And, of course, one of them was a pick six that had helped us win a game much earlier in the season. And the ultimate comparison, Earl Thomas, Pro Bowl. Harrison Smith, no Pro Bowl. And people annoyed and all that good stuff. And I kind of agree with that. Um, Earl Thomas, okay, he's pretty good. But it's also a whole reputation slash popularity contest slash you're on the best team in football or all that good stuff. And if the Vikings, yeah, if the Vikings were 12-4 and four or whatever, Harrison Smith would be in there with a bullet, without a doubt. And if Earl Thomas was on a 7-9 and nine Seattle Seahawks team, which I wish he was, <laughs> oh, God, yeah, that'd be awesome if they weren't in the playoffs. Then nobody would have to be like, damn, we got to go to Seattle. <laughs> good luck to us. Ugh, it's going to suck. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, it's it's the whole record slash reputation thing, and it sucks. It kind of is what it is. 
It's bullshit. Yeah, and, okay, pardon my language. I don't know why I just said that. <laughs> I know it's not the worst thing ever, but at the same time, that's not really the way I like to do my show. But, oh, well, I'll let it fly this time. One, one, or, one, one or two here and there isn't the worst thing ever. But, uh, yeah, it is a bunch of BS right there. Thank you very much, Matthew Kyle. Mark Carlson saying, Happy New Year, Purple Mafia fans everywhere. Keep up the good work, Paladino Joey. Nice, very cool, uh, very cool picture. A, a image of a very young Mark Carlson, a uh, magazine with Adrian Peterson, like playbook, looks like Happy Holidays uh, uh, mailbox and all that good stuff, and old photos of Fran Tarkenton and a card that was autographed by Sir Francis. That is uh, pretty doggone cool, to be quite honest with you. Pretty doggone cool, and that actually looks like a Chuck Foreman jersey because it's like a Vikings shirt per se, with the, uh, you know, the old the old school purple and gold lines that were on the sleeves back in the back in the day, and the number forty four. That's kind of cool, kind of cool. Dave Hickey saying, I think the twenty fifteen season can be extremely successful. Cora Daryl Patterson needs to sit down, watch film of Chris Carter, maybe get out on the field with him. And show some tricks on how to go up and get the ball. He's athletic enough to be successful. And the game-breaking talent is noticeable. Adrian Peterson, I hope he re-signs for a smaller amount. Or like, you know, restructures per se. But yeah, yeah, we know what you mean there. And we should have a stellar, stellar season next year. Happy New Year to the Purple Mafia faithful. Yep, thank you very much, Dave. That should be a star candidate. And Sebastian Balls with that very uh, interesting post here. Talking about the expanded uh, NFL playoffs look. Well, apparently they're looking to push things towards 14 teams rather than 12. So basically there'll be a 7th seed in the AFC side. That would have been the Houston Texans. On the NFC side, that would have been the Philadelphia Eagles. So, And then they would eliminate the bye for, for the number 2 seed. So that's basically what would happen. The wildcard round would be bigger. Um, and only only the top seed would get the first round by. Interesting. Not something I fully endorse, though. But it does give another team a chance, just like in baseball when they add another team <laughs> to go all the way. Oftentimes they do in the Kansas City Royals, like I've said a million times. They played in the quote-unquote play-in one-game playoff, you know, the 163, and they were 90 feet away from a world championship in Game 7 of the World Series. But unfortunately, pop fly... And that was it. That was all she wrote. Kansas City Royals losing a very rare Game 7, World Series Game 7 at home. Very, 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 very rare thing right there. Quite an anomaly. So, yeah, I mean, it does open the possibility for an underdog like a New York Giants-type team with Miracle written all over them. Miracle on turf, since we've already had Miracle on ice. There was two Miracles on turf, and they both were in New York. (laughs) Uh, the same team, same quarterback and all that, same coach. Who knows? Who knows? I, I don't think the Houston Texans would do anything necessarily. Philadelphia Eagles, though? Hmm. Um, that's an interesting team that uh, you never know. And in the future, there might be another interesting team that you never know. I like that side of it, but uh, I don't know. So, I mean, I've really enjoyed the way things are, and I'm used to it. So... I don't think it's the worst thing ever, though. It's kind of like, I guess we'll just see what happens. And, well, who knows? Maybe it will happen. But it kind of sucks if you're the number two seed and you no longer have the first round bye, I suppose. That kind of sucks. But, well, I guess that's on you for not being the number one seed. 
And now an off uh, Minnesota Vikings topic, but a sporting media topic, we'll say. So Brent Jacobson posting this on the Purple Mafia page saying, not directly Vikings related, but rest in peace, Stuart Scott. Yeah, Stuart Scott. I, it's just like, wait, what? I, I just couldn't believe it. Yeah, Stuart Scott, the very, very, very familiar face and voice on ESPN, one of the main anchors of ESPN television. We saw him all the time. It was Channel 25 here, you know, ultimately. <laughs> and then you, you know, switch over to HD. It's like, what, 201 or whatever. But that's that's just in, you know, the western suburbs of Minneapolis and such. It's obviously different everywhere else. You know, it's just, it just is, obviously, because it is what it is. But, uh, man, a very familiar voice, a very familiar name. Always good, always fighting through sickness and such. It's easy on, as he's had multiple sicknesses, all multiple bouts with cancer. Apparently, well, he lost the he lost the fight. Ultimately, unfortunately, it's something that it's obviously a very sad story. Something that sometimes it just it just gets the best of you, and there's nothing you can do. And God rest his soul. Uh, one of the one of the true great uh, sports anchors. He died at age uh, 49. Ultimately, I'm never really good at this kind of thing per se, because. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's just sad, it's shocking, and you just can't believe it. He's the same age as Scottie Pippen, and he was born in Chicago as well, but ultimately grew up in North Carolina, and now, unfortunately, he's he's uh, he's no longer with us. So, ultimately, I'm going to say this, uh, I'd like to wish Stuart Scott a moment of silence, I'm going to give him a moment of silence, pardon me, I'm going to get him getting all over the place, it's just kind of a just a sad moment here and I'm going to give him a moment of silence and here it is thank you again Stuart Scott and best wishes to his family and loved ones out there so that'll wrap up the Facebook page not sure there's much going on on Twitter in fact I don't think there is but I'll check it very quickly and then we'll wrap up the show Apologize if I sounded a little awkward before. Just kind of, you just kind of got, just at a loss of words. Just can't believe it. You know, it's just, boom, gone. Just like that. Just, I just couldn't believe it. So, again, apologize if that sounded a little bit awkward. It's something that, you know, it's, it's, it's never, you know, obviously it's never easy. Just like all these commercials they show, things like that. So, um, basically, all I had to say mostly was kind of going off and pissed off about that Gopher game that did not go well at all. A game where the Gophers were ahead for a while. For a while. They were ahead. They looked really good, in fact. They kind of reminded me of what the Detroit Lions <laughs> did today. Great. They were winning most of the game. and just, well, <laughs> the only good part for the Lions is they didn't get steamrolled later in that game into the fourth quarter like the Gophers did by the Mizzou Tigers. That was uh, quite disappointing, quite frustrating. And it's just like, uh, it's just Minnesota all over again. Kind of like Gopher Hockey in the National Championship game last year. They were doing good early on, and then it's just like a freight train hit them, and that's it. I mean, it's just, it's over. There's nothing you can do. It's ball game. It sucks. So let's leave that alone. But I also was ranting a bit about KFAN with way too much coverage, in my humble opinion, and my arrogant opinion, or whatever it is, about this, about the that, that preseason game. It just drove me nuts how long they drug it out. Just way too long. 
Uh, they talked about they talked about you know about the bowl game and such like previews and such for almost like twelve hours in like the Dan Barrero segment, uh, the Dan Barrero show. Pardon me, about three four days straight. Gopher talk, and oh, let's mix in like five seconds of Timberwolves or, or Wild here and there, but let's get back to the Gophers, and it was like the whole show, Justin and Rochester being Justin Day saying, what else was there to talk about? Come on, there's more to talk about than just the Gophers. I'm sorry, but there is. Regardless if it's good or bad news, the, there are three other teams, no, four other teams in this town to talk about. Oh, and by the way, there might be Gopher basketball if you like that, which I do. I'm not, I don't want three hours of it, but yeah. Uh, go for hockey, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Even mix in a section as much as I don't like it, just to get a break from go for football conversation. And ultimately, to see them lose the way they did, it just made it more frustrating for me, to be quite honest. Uh, Robin Sullivan saying Happy New Year, Joey, and I really appreciate that. And I wish her a Happy New Year as well. I, at least I think I did. Oh, yes, I did. I thought I didn't for a minute there. That would have been terrible. But I did. Alright, so that's it. That's it. No more posts on the Twitter and such. Just mostly just random conversation and follows. And I do appreciate those of you that did follow if you're listening. But I kind of doubt that those... Well, some of them might be, but most of them probably not. Not not yet, anyway. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to this show. Really appreciate you all. Oh, so very much. And you know that. But before I rudely end the show and don't pass out the stars, let's pass out the stars. Because I was just about to call it a show and not pass out the stars. That'd be kind of messed up, especially when certain people do deserve stars, and maybe they haven't had many of late, and they deserve a star without a doubt. They have deserved stars in the past, too, quite possibly. Well, bronze star this week, going to give it to Dave Hickey. Great post, ultimately. Actually, yeah, Dave Hickey's going to get the bronze star this week. Great post, great thoughts, always much to say, and... Hey, I mean, really like, really like what he brings to the show. Really like the conversation, indeed, without a doubt. Silver Star, Matthew Kyle. Yeah, Matthew Kyle out of Maine, Silver Star. Really liked what he had to say and his post. Very much appreciated, without a doubt. A well-deserved Silver Star for him. And the Gold Star, well, that's Brent Jacobson. I mean, a really good post. And even though I didn't talk much about free agency and such, at the same time, hey, that's a huge contribution to the show. And Brent Jacobson is one of the legends of Purple Mafia in so many ways. So, without a doubt, (laughs) Brent Jacobson, well-deserving of the Gold Star this week. Thank you all so much for listening, and thank you again, Brent Jacobson, indeed, for your contribution to the show on a week-by-week basis. At least most weeks. I mean, once in a while he'll be unavailable for this or that reason, but overall... Just one of the true great contributors to the show. And all of you that (laughs) do post and do comment and and you tell your friends about the show. I mean, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. It's why I'm here, man. I mean, I appreciate you guys so bleeping much. (laughs) I can't even tell you. Uh, You know, I mean, you guys mean a great deal to me. It's wonderful. I mean, there have been times, you know, where I get tired and it's like, I don't want to do the I just don't even feel like doing a show sometimes. And... Today I did. I mean, it's playoff talk. I mean, what's what's more fun than that? I mean, not not much. It it's easy to talk playoff football, but when you're <laughs> when it's just a crappy game, 
not much to say, like say the, the Chicago game in Chicago earlier this year, games like that, or not even, more like the game in Detroit, games like that, they were just like, ah, you know, just unenjoyable games. It's almost like you don't even want to do a show, you're tired, you're not feeling good, maybe the weather's really getting to you, and it's, but then it's like, wait a minute, but then, look at, I, I'd be letting these people down that are so nice, they post, they contribute, maybe they even call in, all that, call in or not, but ultimately all the, they're, they, they are looking forward to Purple Mafia, and for me to just say, ah, screw it, that's, that's just not cool, so unless I'm like on my deathbed, as they say, in the workplace, well, we need you to come in, hey, I look at, I look at Purple Mafia that way, <laughs> unless I'm like super sick or, or just flat unable to, to get to the show because I'm like working like seven million hours or whatever, I'm going to record Purple Mafia, and I'm going to keep the streak going. <laughs> it's been like four straight years of all 16 games, so I've, I've got that Favre streak going, and I'm going to keep it going. Thank you all again so much for listening. Do tell a friend about the show. Do rate Purple Mafia on iTunes if you haven't been able to do that yet. Uh, would appreciate it also very much. And for those of you that just flat can't, okay, that, that's fine. I mean, I'm not mad at you. Thanks again so much. Do stay warm and get your shovels ready, because I think it's going to snow again.